0: What's up everybody it's the Russell Pierce podcast back for episode 47 um, it is September 29th 2022 and uh, Hollywood Hangman Adam Pierce is here with Monty and a returning Charlie for her second podcast appearance a uh, bit of a low-key day today. not too much is going on but um we're gonna get into yesterday's dynamite as well as a, a few news tidbits so um I'll start with Charlie first Charlie what's going on
1: I'm doing good Just this- had a chill day,
0: not really done
2: much. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, yeah, man. I'm. Uh, I'm good. You know, just another Thursday, another Thursday in the <laughs> office, <laughs> <laughs> waiting around for Baco Pangman late as usual. He opens the show. Can't even apologise to the people. Yeah. For being um, <laughs> very late as usual. Listen. He thinks it's a bit. He thinks this is a game. This isn't a game. <laughs> and Charlie, you know,
0: <laughs> to you, <Yeah>. <laughs> you like, He like backstage, like stomping around.
2: Shit, he didn't yeah. tell the people to load the video. Didn't tell the people to subscribe. You don't yeah. care. You know, these, tomat- these tomatoes in the um in the in the live chat right now. I know we all know who they're for. <laughs> you know,
0: oh, these are obviously for like Charlie and uh, and my
2: team. No, 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 they'd never do that to a woman. <laughs> not, not, not our fan <laughs> we've, we've curated a.
0: oh he put a name to it he said tomato yeah yeah exactly <laughs> listen uh we have curated a good base uh, a base that loves and respects my takes and uh clamors for my opinions mm. and so that's that's what I'm here to do I'm here to give you guys my opinions on on a on a, an interesting and different dynamite six star with a lot of tomatoes for me um Listen, again, the, the tomatoes are, are like, it, it's like my version of the Kurt Angle, you suck. You know, it's like they, they throw it, but really it's like, you you know, you're the best, you know. Back of tomato. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, this,
2: is what, this is what you do. This is what I do. This is what I you do.
0: You know, yeah. sometimes you got to wait for Brock. You know what I mean? Sometimes he's got to wait for Brock, Lesnar, <laughs> you know. You know, he's not, you know, he's not going to be there on time sometimes, but it's just, just these are we the sacrifices people. you have to make.
2: Backup Hangman had people waiting so long, we even received some uh super chats. Uh so we we'll did. go through a couple of them right now. Sure. But we'll get sure, through sure. any we'll get through all of them obviously throughout the show. Um Absolutely. If you're feeling generous, of course, send us any super chats in and we'll read them out on the show. Yeah.
3: Um Wow. Dio so Loki,
2: have a great stream, guys. Free Alidolo. Um, oh boy!
0: Yeah, Andrea, I think It's
2: been weird on Twitter today. But, uh, yeah, let's
4: see what he's up to. Yeah.
0: I do uh, not know what uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Alidolo is cooking. Shy Towns five dollars. Should Seamus turn on the Peaky Blinder dudes by insulting the Queen?
2: Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> That'd be crazy. Uh, that
0: is a. Uh, I don't know. So, yeah, that's uh, a that's a
2: Vince pitch right there.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know to say <laughs> that. Um I, I did see the announcement today that Seamus' crew is taking on a, a Imperium at the Extreme Rules show in an Irish Donnybrook, Brook, which is basically just gonna be a tornado tag no DQ match with um themed themed props around the ring. And uh that's pretty exciting, Monty. Uh that actually like yeah, what, cool. people, people have been um, tweeting about the Extreme Rules card and mm-hmm. like how excited they are for it because like for the first time in years every match is a stipulation that hasn't been done in a couple years and um my, my whole thing was i was looking at the matches and stuff and like not that anyone's like outright awful but um I, i'm pretty you know me in my old age I'm, I'm, I'm pretty picky when it comes to plunder matches <laughs> and especially when it comes yeah. to pg ww plunder matches um I kind of zone out when they get a little too uh, cartoony, if that makes any sense. And yeah, definitely. When it turns into just like a kendo stick fest, it's just kind of <laughs> yeah. like, eh, right? Before um, you
2: move them like, low of and shit. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's just kind of like, eh, yeah. like, whatever. Uh, but this was the matchup announcement that, I, that kind of got me going. I was like, okay, this is going to be fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. So I am looking forward to that. Um, mm, it'll be good. Yeah, it'll yeah, be yeah. good
2: stuff. Of course and, it will.
0: Yeah 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 and 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 before we get into some of the AEW related news uh, another tidbit from Fightful today you 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 uh posted it on on your page which was that um the white rabbit will be revealed at this uh, extreme rules show okay. again yeah 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 exactly <laughs>
5: yeah.
0: uh so no more no more of this uh this 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 um what do we call this? This just chase around every week of, of QR codes that were scanned. You know? <laughs> <Lord>. Law,
2: <laughs> it's definitely, it's definitely law. <laughs> you know,
0: you, you know what's got funny? Me
2: play, got me playing games and shit in the middle of raw scanning QR codes. So
0: <laughs> I, I, I saw. Want be pop ahead of up. the curve? Bro. I, I saw it pop up and I was just like, "Do they expect me to pull my phone out and like scan this right now, or like I could just check Twitter and someone's going to tell me whatever this shit said?" Yeah. Uh, I'm not a, I'm not a puzzle person. It's Lord Time baby. Peach it's Peach. Tall, Peach, bro. Peach made a... let him in. She made a. oh god. I don't know about that. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not let me not make that joke. But listen, I I saw Peach tweet uh, a couple days ago. She was like uh she was like almost like trying to talk herself it, into it being Bray, and she admitted. She's like I just don't want it to be cross. Like I just don't want it to be cross. So, yeah, I don't yeah. think it's cross, you know. What if what if like you got some lore wrestle crap, right? Where, where Drew where Drew McIntyre beats Cross, right? And then some bullshit comes on the screen and it was like the white rabbit is here. And then he opens his eyes back up while he's on the canvas and his <laughs> eyes are white now. And he like sits up like he's revived or some shit. And it's like, this isn't cross now. It's the white
2: rabbit. Nah, no way, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Get listen, away with shit.
0: listen, last year's extreme, <laughs> extreme rules, last year's extreme rules. Was mm. where we got the infamous uh, Finn Balor falls off the top turnbuckle because it exploded because God made it just blow up or whatever. If you remember, yeah. and then Roman just beat him. You know, so, yeah, yeah. It, it was it, it was, was that shit.
2: resurrection spot. You,
4: you, you know, never seen the, the spot, Charlie? You never beat. seen the clip?
0: <laughs> Balor like he's on the floor, right? And he's like, it looks like he's like about to lose, and then like the ring, the, the lights go red. Right. And then you hear a heartbeat and he starts flopping like a fish, like he's coming back to life. And then he just comes to back the rhythm to him. With
2: the heartbeat. You yeah, it's the rhythm and, the heartbeat.
0: <laughs> and he gets back in the ring and he's about to beat Roman Reigns. And right when he's about to go up the top rope, the, the turnbuckle just like explodes and he just falls and Roman beats him. And we were like, wow. So, like, did God do that? Like, did. Did something from above to do that? Like what's going on here? And it was never explained. No exp-
2: yeah, no explanation yeah. ever given. Yeah. It was uh,
0: incredible. World Wrestling Entertainment. Mm-hmm.
2: People really, yeah. people really thought here. Finn was gonna win as well. We- like that's what made it even um Incredible. Yeah. When when they've done the whole Finn resurrection thing. Oh, wow. <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> Hang man. Sounding like you just dropped somebody.
0: Anyways, um yeah <laughs> so yeah, uh, white rabbits coming probably Bray. Uh, a lot of people in company don't know for sure, only the people really high up. Uh, so that's kind of the deal with that. Um, but yeah, uh, in other news Monday, Monty, we talked about the Malachi black situation and the Buddy Murphy situation. We did since, since then we've gotten some some updates to a degree. Uh, Malachi mm-hmm. went on Instagram live. He did and he basically said you know if you don't hear from me it's bullshit oh
4: yeah He's, I'll put it on yeah yeah,
0: yeah yeah he said he said that these people don't even know when my contract yeah oh look at, oh what this is a cool little feature here this is this is slick this is like we're in like the corners now wow um but yeah listen he said that you know if you haven't heard from him is bullshit he said that uh you know, the people who write for the sheets, he claimed that they didn't even get the duration of his contract correct. He claimed that it's not for five years, which if you guys have been paying attention, the person who alerted us to the length of his deal was Tony Khan <coughs> on Busted yeah. Open Radio. He nonetheless, nonetheless, he says that everything's been false and bullshit and that he's just taking a break and that he's coming back soon.
2: He said himself he requested his release.
0: He said himself <laughs> yeah. last week that he requested his release, but so, this was not addressed in the video. And he claims now that he will be back in AEW shortly. Uh, the next morning, Dave Melch's only real major take on this was just that Tony Khan has come down with the hammer and that he's not giving anyone the release. Um, hmm. So, you know,
4: yeah.
0: I'm not directly involved with the situation, but I think it's pretty safe to say that what kind of took place here especially within the last week or so is tony just ultimately decided like look um i'm not honoring release requests i'm just not doing that um so you can either sit home for the duration of your deal or come back to work you tell me what you want to do and so that appears to be the case if nothing else for, (laughs) for malachi and for um buddy and so because that is the case charlie what do you what do you think of this this ruling by tony do you agree with it do you think this is the right way to approach these situations
1: Um, i think if they want to go just let them go if they're not going to be happy there and you can't come up with a compromise just let them go because they're going to leave at the end of their deals anyways so if you can't work something out where everyone's happy then there's no point keeping them
0: Mm -hmm. yeah Maggie
2: um it's interesting to see how many people are quick to defend uh a W and Tony, when it comes to not giving people the releases, because mm. we've seen how pe- how hard people can uh, come down when it's happened in the past.
3: Mm.
2: But I guess if I was to make any assumptions about it, it'd be because of all the new developments in WWE, and Triple H getting, you know, Triple H getting the pen, getting in power. Um, Tony Khan's probably just mm. going to wait mm. for the honeymoon period to pass, and all these calls yeah. to, you know. All these people handing in releases at the same time is a bit, you know, crazy, allegedly Mm. handing in releases anyway. And um, it'd be interesting to see if somebody requests their release in six months or something to see what Tony will do then, Um, Mm. instead of it being like this whole, you know, mass (laughs) release request that we apparently hear about. Mm. So, um, I don't know, man. Like like Charlie said, though, if someone wants to go, let them go, but... In a way, I could kind of see Tony trying to be a bit more tactical with it and waiting it out to see. Dog uh, said, mm. like "Wait for the honeymoon period to pass before." So we we'll I,
0: I,
5: I, I can, I
0: get this feeling that I mean, well, Malachi, it's for multiple reasons his hiatus, right? But um, mm-hmm. and some, some for reasons we don't even really know because uh, it's his personal business. But I almost feel like with with him and with uh, with Buddy that Tony's almost like. Part of why he's giving them uh, time to just take a break is so that they're not in the locker room while they're in this state of like malcontent you know what i mean where they're just like because you don't want to have someone in the locker room who's like literally active like bro i don't want to be here like it it, to me it almost feels like he's hoping that um in a few months they're just refreshed to work again big aos personal assistant uh 199 hangman granted me my release and i've never been happier uh yeah let me let me let me address that now Uh, the big elephant in the room Uh, so Fans of the Russell Pierce podcast, if you guys have been paying attention, I've had a, I've had a personal assistant. Um, for one reason or another, this individual uh, no longer wanted to work for me, wanted to work for Big AO, who is not here tonight. But I am because I don't miss work. Um. But again, this individual wanted to work for AO. Very disappointing. I would like to keep him under my jurisdiction, but he wanted to work for another company. And uh, very disappointing. Unfortunate. A big loss of an acid, but what I did not do is hold this person hostage. I did grant him his release, and so now he's working for it the
2: jail.
0: It just uh <laughs> it, it, it's 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 unfortunate, it's it's saddening, but you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes, man. You know what I mean? I'm a benevolent boss. That's uh, what you call it. sure. What are we talking about again? Oh, the releases. Uh <laughs> yes. god, I um <laughs> yeah, man. Look, i I think he just wants them to come back and he's hoping that like they kind of get over their desire to not be there when they're back. Yeah. Almost. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that's what he's hoping for. Um and, and listen, who knows what's what's gonna be the situation in four months or whatever it's gonna be, right? Um personally, I think Tony like should just let them go because to me, even though I think Buddy Matthews and especially Malachi Black are really talented wrestlers. Um, when it comes to their place in the totem pole, AEW specifically, like especially as of late, um, I don't think they're high enough to warrant this much uh, drama and discourse surrounding the brand. If that makes any sense, and yeah. so a lot of the talk about them and their situations is just very distracting from like what they're trying to get done. And so to me, it's like, do you want? They just had a show in Arthur Ashe Stadium in Queens, New York. You know what I mean? And it's like we're just we're talking about Buddy Murphy. You know, so it, to me, it's just like. It's like, why? You know, like, just just let him fucking leave and move on what you're know? doing. There's so many wrestlers that are of comparable skill that do want to be there. Just focus on them. It's not the end of the world. It's not like <laughs> it's not like Dynamite's going to lose 200,000 viewers when Buddy Murphy's not there. So if the guy doesn't want to be there, then just let him leave.
2: Um, yeah, it probably just hurts his ego, you know? Sure, no, sure. Don't, don't want to let people walk out and just walk into the WWE, you know? That,
0: that's the thing. See, even though I say this, I, I do understand that from his standpoint. Yeah, it does look a certain way. He's a billionaire. Look- fuck him. You know? Sure, sure. No, no. Yeah, I'm not like I'm not like I'm not like. Oh, I feel bad for Tony. But what I'm saying is, I I do I could see his mindset being like I'm gonna look like an absolute bitch if like Triple H has walked in here and in two months is just taking all my guys. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Um. It it looks a certain way, and you know, ultimately when it comes to billionaires running wrestling companies, you know, no matter how much they try to disguise it, it's a dick measuring contest. So. There you go. Um it, it did appear that they wanted to be out and they're not gonna get it. Andrade's being very weird and vague lately. He tweeted yeah, 30 good. seconds, which was a reference to the amount of TV time he got this week. Um Jesus. He yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't mean. know if yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm <being> so <laughs> crazy. he had yeah, 30 seconds on dynamite this week. Um and in a segment that we'll get into it, here. It was kind of a plot hole because like, why is the AFO still a thing? They're supposed to like not be yeah. a thing anymore. You know, it didn't even make any sense, but whatever. Who's, who's paying attention? Um, he tweeted that he tweeted an hour class emoji this morning. He tweeted hashtag free Alito And he posted uh, his view from whatever balcony he was at. Uh, I don't know if he's trolling or messing with people. I don't know if he is like actively trying to request his release in a passive aggressive way. Who really knows? He's liking
2: um, funny tweets and shit as well. Yeah, yes. Yeah. The
0: other thing, like he's liking tweets slandering his booking. It's uh, <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> I, it's almost like either he's just actively like, bro, it's because I want to go, or he just like doesn't care, you know. Like, mm-hmm. like I could, he's he does strike me a bit as an aloof guy who just kind of is like, no, nah, I'm just, you know, I think my booking is kind of shit, so I just don't really mind pointing it out. I don't really care, you know. Um. Could be either or, but that's something to monitor for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, 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 you know, ideally to me personally, uh, you know, I think the best case scenario is uh, AEW not only keeps him, but uses him better and uses him in conjunction with uh, the luchadors on the roster and uses him against people like Bandito. Um, that would be my best case scenario, Um But, you know, I guess you got to put your Tony nieces on TV, you know, so. Hold on. (laughs) seems
2: seems aggressive. You got to get your Josh Woods. Taking a a shot at TK. (laughs) It's not not what we're here to do, you know. (laughs) This is a friendly podcast. (laughs) That's a good friend. Speaking of friendly, uh, $10 super chat from Bam. Wow. Shouting out our good friend Charlie. Glad to see Charlie back. Question for the backup: Why don't you break stories more often? It seems to me you get a lot of great information on both AEW and WWE happenings. Keep the great work up, everyone. Thank you very much. Okay, and, um,
5: I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. be very, I'll be
0: very candid here. So, um, there's a lot of reasons. Number one, I am not a paid journalist, so I gain nothing from breaking these stories publicly. You know, Sean Ross App when he puts a story on Fightful, he makes money. You know, if I put a story on the timeline, all I get is quotes going, who do, you know? do, do you know? Who do you know? Who told you? Who do you know? So fuck that. No, I'll just keep it myself and wait what should happen. Um, secondly, uh, I, I don't feel I am i don't want to have to fight to justify my credibility and so mm-hmm. what happens is, because I'm not a reputable wrestling journalist, if I break a story, the natural inclination from somebody is to be skeptical. And I understand that um, because they don't understand, like, you know, how I'm getting this information and like, who the hell are you and how do you know this? Right. Um, I don't want to have to because in some ways, I, in some cases, I can't even I'm not at liberty to say how I know, but I don't want to have to go one by one with these comments and explain to people these things. Uh, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I just don't feel like hey, I don't, I don't want to fucking do it. He gives us the I don't get paid to report speech every week, uh, privately. Sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't, I don't get paid to report. I'm not a paid report. You know, I'm not a journalist. I'm just a guy. We'll who figure out
2: stuff. a deal one day. Sure. We'll oh,
0: see. oh, the last maybe. reason why. The last reason why. Hmm. Part of the deal why I get to get this information early is with the promise that I won't say anything. Well,
2: you're good so. at that i guess <laughs> Yeah, you know? there you go uh andrade uh why not you know from young Dundee. he you realized charlotte ain't coming brother <laughs> i'm sure they want to be together from the sounds of things yeah. so um yeah. whether that's in the fleet or in the fed mm-hmm. who knows um
0: charlotte has been gone for a suspicious yeah. amount of time it's a weird. suspicious amount of time she missed dropped, dropped the bout and got out of there. you you would you would think she'd be there for one of the big shows, right? She misses SummerSlam, she misses Clash of the Castle in the UK. Mm-hmm. She's just yeah. hanging out, you know what's going on with that. Let's just keep an eye on that.
3: Yeah, you know what? Sure. You know what? I, I'll drop a scoop there.
0: Fuck it. Why not? You know, I've gotten some lovely super chats. I'll count that as a payment. Um, I was told in the springtime that Charlotte was effectively just mentally done with Vincent like she was just tired of she was just tired of dealing with him so she was like i'm gonna get mm. ron to this belt and go home sure. yeah i can't yeah. dig him nah. she was just like i'm tired of this guy
2: yeah. remember when rick flair complained about a book in public though? yeah
0: <laughs> she probably just told him like, like your dad work sucks you know like so I, I find it hilarious now, like, ever since CM Punk did it in 2014, what a trailblazer, man. Because, like, Charlotte literally dropped the Toronto and just told them I'm going home. And they couldn't do shit about it. Like, she just did it. And it, it, it tells you, like, wrestlers need to understand their power sometimes. Because it's like, literally, depending on where you are in the card, what can they do to you, you know?
2: You look at MJF as well, you know?
0: Yeah. If you're a main I mean, eventer and you just tell them you're going home, what are they going to do, fire you?
3: Go home.
2: Yeah, you can just go to the other company now. That's yeah. what, um, you know, yeah. MJF spoke about it a couple of weeks ago. It's like when he first came back in one of his first interviews. So, mm-hmm. having multiple companies it just creates leverage for the wrestlers, and it's just better for the wrestlers. It's something that's yeah. been echoed like ever since Tony Khan and AEW and even back to like all in just having alternatives, it's just better mm-hmm. for the business and better for the uh, talent. Although we're talking about it now from a kind of negative situation because Charlotte's gone home <laughs> like yeah. however long she's gone home. Um, but
0: yeah, if, if there wasn't an AEW, you know, if she goes home, maybe they try to, you know, discipline her with, with the thinking being like, well, we're the only game in town you can go to. So what are you going to do? You got to come back to work. But now it's like, no, fire me. I'll go to AEW. Like, who cares? You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Six star $6 with a $19 super chat. Oh my God, this guy's awesome. Six uh, Charlie, you, you you take this one.
1: Okay. Uh, it makes me so happy to see the Russell Pierce brand and channel grow each week. You all put in so much effort into this, and it continues to pay off. Uh, Montel, you're the goat for Queen Charlie. So happy to see you back. <laughs> Hangman. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 we appreciate you.
0: It's like oh my god this is a, a, a big yeah man appreciate you appreciate you um yeah man uh you know thing about this monty so go yeah ahead. like you said we're in a situation where like wrestlers have a lot of leverage now because of the competition and because it's like you know you mistreat me i'll go to the other side right um it was a bit different when vince was around because vince has a very narrow view of what a wrestler should be and very narrow tastes so certain wrestlers can't play that game because you know it's obvious that only one side will even value you but now yeah. you have a guy in paul Levesque who has pretty similar tastes in wrestlers to tony Khan. they think the same types of wrestlers are good for the most part like generally speaking so yeah for a lot of guys they could kind of play that game of, of, of you know playing it both sides um and so yeah it's going to be interesting to see you know how much money gets tossed at wrestlers uh when it comes to this type of thing oh, we've and already
2: I, kind of seen it no Kevin and Salmon, they're both on like yeah. three to four million each now. You know, Kevin um,
0: Owens and Sami Zayn are now making over three million dollars. Right. Kevin Steen and El Generico, these are guys oh. that used to get paid in hot dogs and handshakes, man. Yeah, like that. That's where that's where we're at now. M- mind you, Braun Strowman at at just under yeah. two million was deemed overpaid two years ago, and in in the in the two years since now, three million is just what they're throwing at. Guys, so <clears throat> it's crazy. Um, the alternative to me, Monty, rather than going, oh my god, let's 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 try to outbid these guys, is to just uh, build guys from you know within or 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 to assign um younger wrestlers before they are, are super big names and make them into something. And we're mm-hmm. already beginning to see that because Carl Fredericks, who was a trainee oh. for LA Dojo, New
5: mm-hmm. Japan's LA
0: Dojo, uh, set up by Katsuyori Shibata. Um, Carl Fredericks trained under there, wrestled there for a few years. He was a regular on New Japan Strong. He was spotted in the Performance Center this week. And now for those who don't know, (laughs) NXT is going to be uh, debuting their new look, I think, either next week or the week after. And among the changes, as Shawn Michaels has said this week, is that they're going to be recruiting talents from Japan and the independent scene, which is pretty much what they were doing with the original uh, uh, full sale NXT. So that's the recruitment plan. That's what they're doing. Carl Fredericks was spotted at the PC. I was told two years, sorry, two two months ago. <laughs> yeah, not two years ago. Uh, two two months ago, I was told that um, uh, among the places that they were scouting from, yeah, uh, that they were going to be scouting from New Japan Strong. Um, and, you know, not to be a conspiracy person, Monty, I don't know if you saw the picture, but I, I always thought this was really eerie to me personally. It was a picture of Shoto Umino Ranarita and Yuya Uyumura love University.
2: you love going back to that picture. It's
0: weird, <laughs> man. It's weird.
4: Why <laughs> were they there? To watch the show, bro. No.
2: No. no. The w you know, the big no. Logie <laughs> Powerhouse, the Why no. can't some Charlie, Japanese Charlie, wrestlers go and enjoy themselves?
0: Tell me I'm not going crazy here. You know there was some nasty business going on there. <laughs> like, there had to have been. There had to have been. There was some flirtation definitely happening.
2: I don't like, know, man. They didn't have great seats either.
0: <laughs> you know. Hunter
5: definitely was like, hey, how's it going, guys?
2: Yeah, it looks good. We'll go through some more super chats. Yeah. Uh another yeah. Backup Pangman question.
0: Oh boy. Question,
2: question for, for- back Uh, if Tony Khan had to choose between Utah Garcia or Hub Starts, he would choose Guter and Garcia. <laughs> That's one of his weaknesses, you agree. I mean, it depends mm. how you feel about it, you know.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't to me, why can't you just push all four of them?
2: To me, any kind of
0: is. Charlie, I, I don't... Your, your camera's been frozen for like two minutes. What? We've lost Charlie. Wait, no, I, I can tell. Charlie, move, move your hand up and down. Yeah. Oh, it's just lagging. <laughs> so yeah, nice. I, yeah. yeah, I thought I was going crazy. Nah, yeah. To me, Monty, it's tough because I think all four of those guys are talented in their own right. You know, I think I think all, all four of them
3: could be big time.
2: You know. Yeah, there's definitely uh all four of them, yeah. All whole ceilings, oh, all, all good talents. All, talent, them, all yeah. there's definitely something there. They're all different as well.
0: Exact, know? very different. You, you yeah.
2: and Garcia are probably the most similar and they're still like very different.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, <clears throat> Hobbs obviously <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's it's nothing like the other two, and Starks is you know. Starks is that uh Hard to explain what Starks
0: is. It's yeah, I was unique, gonna say, how do you, you know? how do you describe Ricky Starks' as, like style?
2: You don't want to be, you don't want to do the cliche, like you know, he's like a modern day rock or anything like that. You no. know, just the way that he carries himself and stuff. It's just like it's not but quite the same. He's, he's got he's, he's got like a... the cool, he's got like the coolness of like <laughs> funky shirt rock, you know. But um,
4: yeah,
2: I don't know. Yeah, they're all great talents, so. though.
0: Yeah, and, and to me, I don't think you need to choose between two of one of them or two of the other. Like I, to, to me, it's like, why not just elevate every single one of them? Because,
4: yeah.
0: like you said, they're different enough to where they're not going to be providing redundant things to the show. You know, I think they all have their their strengths. Hobbs is he has great size. He's he 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 moves well for a guy that big. You know, um, the custodian Brian Pillman Jr. Five dollars. Can we? Uh, can we keep the essays to a minimum today, Hangman? I got to clean up all the tomatoes thrown at you, and it ain't fun to do whatsoever. <laughs> I love how we have, like, we have, like, side recurring characters in these podcasts now. Like, it's like, we need, like, appreciate, a appreciate it. You know? We need a Russell Pierce wiki, you know? <laughs> like, like, where you have, like, a list of characters, and it says, like, custodian BPJ, and it's like, hates cleaning up to uh, Hangman tomatoes or some shit. <laughs>
2: Hilarious. AO's assistant formerly, like of, uh, formerly used to be with the Hangman promotion. Yeah, like there's uh,
0: we have lore on these podcasts. <laughs> yeah, bro, we got uh, yeah,
2: there's we got, got good followers like, and subscribers, man. This, this uh,
0: character development,
2: like <laughs> super chat lore, you know,
4: this super
0: yeah, chat lore. <laughs> oh
2: god. Um, Dio Loki, two dollars. Andrade is giving off one trick pony energy. And now hold on.
0: Mm. I don't you know, agree. That. You know, you know. What? Let's let's just get into it because there's not that much to say about the episode itself. What is what is your evaluation of Andrade overall as a talent? early?
1: Um, I like Andrade. I haven't always been the biggest fan. Like I haven't always like really gotten into his gimmicks and that. Mm-hmm. But I like Andrade. I think he's a really good wrestler. Um, I don't think he's been put the best on AEW. I still think he should have won the TNT title in that triple threat. Way back, Imagine so good, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I do feel like they 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 lose direction with him too much, yeah. But I do like him, I think he's great.
0: Manzi,
2: uh, yeah, pretty much. Charlie kind of caught it really when she said that they kind of lose direction with him a bit because, like, Andrade, for me personally, like, I'll try to be objective after I say this, but Andrade is genuinely like one of my favorite wrestlers in ring, okay. He has such a uh. He has such a like cool moveset, you know. Everything mm-hmm. he look, everything he does, he's just like smooth, crisp, um, and yeah, he's just he's just great. But outside of that, it's just he's a great talent, and they've kind of got on track with some things with him, like the AFO when he was like literally like <laughs> coming viral every week on wrestling Twitter for saying some shit, and it was just like mm-hmm. kind of like a cool feel for a uh, cool feel for the AFO, and it was like. They didn't really drive home with it. Do you know what I mean? And then, then um, even when he started the LFO, it's just like they haven't really, you know, <laughs> done anything. It hasn't really took him anywhere. So, you know, we've seen we've seen him as a world champion next to you know. Um, obviously, Yo. we didn't we didn't see everything from him on the main roster, but you know, I and mean, obviously in AEW, it's kind of been. You know they haven't they haven't disgraced him, but they definitely could have done more with him. Monzie,
0: I got but a I got a message from a personal friend of mine who said, "Y'all not reading all the super chats, man." So we trying, <laughs> we trying try to listen. get
2: through, man. <laughs> you know, let's, yeah, let's, let's, trying let's to stand oh, People and, are asking about all kinds of stuff. But, you but before
0: before you get to it, this whole Andrade's a one trick pony thing is bullshit, in my opinion. I think he's <laughs> sensational. Like I think he's great, and uh, yeah. I Like you said, it's it's such a weird, disjointed run where, like, he'll find some momentum and you think that he finally figured out, like, what he's going to be, be in AEW. And mm-hmm. then he just gets off track again. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's really strange. Um, I remember when he came in, I had questions about his wrestling because he put on a lot of muscle, right? And when that happens for wrestlers, sometimes they have to adjust a little bit um and it's kind of awkward at first and i thought for him it was a bit of an awkward adjustment initially right i i actually thought I his match was, out. match was uh it yeah. was weird the kenny omega match in mexico wasn't as good as it, it, it as it could have been in my opinion i thought it was just kind of fine um
2: I, a of that. I, can't, uh, I know
0: it was fun yeah. but like i, I didn't uh, think it was like the, the best Ric flair ever. and conan <laughs>
2: sure Changing yeah shots, it, it was you know
0: <laughs> sure it was it it, it popped me but uh, I, like you think Andrade Kenny Omega? You think like five stars? You know what I
2: mean? Yeah, he just wasn't that match. Type you know, of it. match he no, wasn't no, even no. set up to be that match. For no, 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 no,
0: no, no. Yeah. They, just they were And so to me, the the pack series was where he figured it out again. He figured out how to wrestle with the muscle weight, right? And um, I was like, okay, that's that's him getting on track in ring wise. And I my assumption was that Rick Flair was going to come in and be his manager, and then we were going to be off to the races for obvious reasons. They couldn't do that. And, um, yeah, from that point, it was just been, it's just on and off, like start and stop stuff with him. And it's just really weird. And then when Roosh comes in, I'm thinking, okay, they're going to start their stable up and get this thing going again. Let's shoot him up the card. He's Andrade. And it hasn't happened. And he's doing 30 second segments with private party. So I really don't understand it. I don't think he's a one trick pony. I think he's very charismatic. I think he's a great athlete. How you know. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't really know. What's
2: he's going he's on had. Him. He's had highlights, you know, but he hasn't yeah. had like a sustained run. That if you're oh. a big fan of his, when he joined AEW, that you would have been hoping for him to have, you know. Exactly. Uh, whether that was like, I think he's challenged for the TNT title twice, mm-hmm. at yeah. least once in that triple threat, anyway, and especially with the triple threat match. Uh, I think it was with Darby and Sammy. Some people expected phenomenal. Yeah, some people expected him to win that one. A lot of people wanted him to win that one. Um, that definitely would have been probably a really great time if he would have uh, got the belt at that point. But
0: Bro, that that spring period when when it was a, a trading fest between Sammy and uh, Scorpio, I was in absolute hell. Like I remember one day I just literally <laughs> tweeted I just tweeted He's a list of, I tweeted a list of great wrestlers in AEW. Like that's all I did, like after one of their matches, I just went like Andrade Keith Lee swerve malachi and and the point of the tweet was like (laughs) the belt could be on any one of these fucking people and it would be better than what's happening now Uh, but they chose not to do that and right now he's making weird vague tweets and uh there you go i don't know what
2: happened it's a shame it it took him so long to kind of like get going with scorpio as a singles because by the time they got a belt on him it Mm -hmm. felt like you know Unfortunately, the boat, was, right? you know, they kinda of missed the boat on him. I know mean, like Scorpio, but it just it was yeah. weird timing, you know. I, I think I think um, I think
0: he's a he was a TNT title worthy guy in twenty twenty, but not in twenty twenty two AEW, in my opinion. Because of yeah,
2: the yeah, it's, t- it's tough. Um, yeah, that ru- that rust is okay. yeah
0: it's just too stacked. Yeah, let's go do more super chats before okay, my friend cries. Um,
2: damn. <clears throat> I'll just go through in order. Sure. Um, which beard oh, oil is. does Monty recommend? No, that's my guy uh, right
0: there. That's my man,
2: I don't use beard oil, man. Um, <laughs> I've, got, I've got gaps, bro. You don't want, you don't want to do don't what I'm doing. You know? Um, more more
0: Keachie. I got you later. I got a, <laughs> I got, I got the list here. Chris Rankin, $5. Here's my issue with all this. Sure, WWE is a better product now that Triple H is in charge. But it was the lowest bar. How long before the shine wears off? Uh, that's a fair question, Chris Rankin. A lot of people have made the criticism of You know, Triple H is is being praised because uh, you're comparing it to a product that, you know, was just so broken fundamentally on so many levels. Yeah. Um, You know what I mean? And so it's like, oh, he's getting praised for doing the littlest things. And, you know, I I think some people were kind of coping when they said that. But in some cases, it does apply. Like some people were tweeting things like they said hospital instead of medical facility. They said pro wrestling. Yeah. They said the correct name of a move. Oh, my God. Like, wow. Triple H. And, and that did exist or it's just like people were like having like they said PWG on a SmackDown and people like were exploding. And it's like, OK, yeah, Ricochet wrestled at PWG and they pointed it out. That's what a, a normal broadcast would do. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're just acknowledging things that make sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. we were watching Ricochet and Sami Zayn. They wrestled in PWG before. Like, yeah, like that's just normal. You know, it, w- what's happened is Vince McMahon had a lot of weird rules because he's just weird. And and just simply undoing them has made for a more coherent show. And uh, it's led to people popping for things that, you know, really should just be the, uh, I don't know if the word is the standard or just like what you should like expect out of anything. You know what I mean? But, it's like a cheat code. Uh, yeah. Sure, sure. Um, Now to answer you, Chris Rankin, look, yeah. Hunter has a lot of goodwill right now because he's undoing a lot of like really just stupid things. And by simply just doing making a lot of common sense decisions, people are really happy. Like for me, reuniting imperium is a common sense decision right that just that's what you should yeah. fucking do like why not why not have imperium all together right um now when you talk about the shine wear off uh that's that's where it's up to him because you know for now he can certainly get by bringing back some of his former guys and you know um making decisions that make sense and things like that um the the test becomes what what does the product look like? I'm not even talking about Mania season, because Mania season, there's going to be a lot of buzz, right? What does the product look like a year from now, right? What places WWE in? What is he doing at that point to maintain the interest? Um, I, I think now, personally, I know for a fact that by that point, um he'll probably try to reestablish NXT as a healthy system where, you know, independent wrestlers and in- international guys are coming in and they're doing takeovers and shit. And, and I think, actually, what will be interesting to see is, as we all know, in the previous system, you'd have these takeovers that were really good, and these guys would get so over in NXT, but they'd never make it on the main roster, and people mm-hmm. stopped caring about NXT. Mm-hmm. Now it's almost going to be like, he's not going to be playing defense against himself, you know what I mean? So whoever becomes a prospect in developmental, now they'll get, you know, presumably the rocket ship coming up. And how does that affect the product, and how does it affect the perception of the product? Um, so. Yeah, I, to be honest, look, I, I'm not like like I don't. I, I think I think the my the best way I could describe WWE going forward, if nothing else, any there's still going to be tons of people who the product won't be their cup of tea for various reasons. But I what I would say is it's going to be healthy. You know, um, you won't see too many really, really, really unproductive, stupid decisions. Um, you'll see people getting opportunities that didn't get opportunities before. People getting jobs uh, from outside. And uh, if nothing else, the show will make sense. So that's that's what I would predict from the product. And uh, you know, beyond that, we'll see what happens when it comes to you know talent uh, deciding where to go between that and AEW and shit like that. When Thank Braun,
2: you, when Braun Strowman and Note is popping three million viewers, bro, that's that true. was crazy. Yeah, yeah Braun and Note. The show crazy. might not wear off, bro. It won't fucking. Dave was talking about it is like everyone's kind of expecting a bit of a bump in the ratings and stuff, but not yeah. to this degree. Oh mm. of course the Monday ratings the past couple of weeks are what they are. You yeah, know, uh, of football, yeah. Monday football and all that yeah. um that stuff you've got going on over there. Um but yeah, man, it, they've they've been getting some big roses, so who knows? Three, it might, three, it three might continue for, to go up and up,
0: you know.
3: Three and million for Otis will. and here
2: we oh, oh we, have a, uh, we have a guest.
0: No oh boy. How disruptive is this guest going to be? Don't don't, don't don't reveal it to me. I I want to I want to pop. I want to pop. <laughs> okay. Is it Anna? Is it Anna? It's not, it's not Anna. Damn.
3: No.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: Chris Bread, you know oh, the man himself. He's woke. I have I, 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 I sent, I I sent him the real. link before we went I live, and was like, when you get up. Yeah, was
0: you you know <laughs> you know he just fucking woke up because he's a weirdo who wakes up at seven o'clock, and he just went right to it. Chris, what's going on, man? Talk to me.
3: I have not been on Twitter today, uh, <laughs> and the first thing I see when I get on the Twitter is Andrade say, hashtag free
4: L E.
0: Your what are your thoughts, Chris? <laughs>
3: I mean, you know me. I'll try to wrestler as soon as I feel like I have to. Like, I, love, I love Andrade so fucking much. It's like, damn, Tony, you might have to free this nigga. I don't know. You might have to free Andrade. Oh, but man. If don't they know. can work this shit out, I'm praying to God they can work this shit out, bro. Because them other NXT niggas can go, but I fucking <laughs> love Andrade, bro. And and Andrade's
0: younger than the other ones, too. He's younger than the other ones. He's not 37.
3: If he does go, oh boy. Not to compare uh, people of the same ethnicity. (laughs) But (laughs) but we, we we think Andrade better than Bandito? Oh my God.
2: Oh my god. Is that yo, where you go straight away? Straight away, band, you know. <laughs> away, you're like, yeah, this is the Lucha star we need. We need Bandido. That's crazy. Away.
0: I already saw people making their preparation tweets. Someone said, "Like, hey man, Jeff Jarrett was the best guy in that Ric Flair tag."
3: <laughs> bro, that <laughs> tweet was so nasty, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, man! Oh my god!" We're already doing it. I can't lie. Listen, you know.
0: So, so now that Chris is here, we, we can get into this. Like, so AEW fans do the thing of like, you know, guy who's leaving AEW is actually bad, right? Sometimes it's pretty funny.
3: Oh, Chris isn't. What happened? What happened? Yeah, typical crystal
0: filled with that. Damn. But I was going to say, um, you know, fans do that whole thing of like, guy who's leaving AEW is bad, actually, right? And sometimes it's funny and it pops me, like when Manny does it, because Manny's hilarious. Sometimes, yeah, but he's so
2: overtly like, sort of, uh, like...
0: He's trolling, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Man, he so much. People,
0: people, it's crazy how much people can't tell he's trolling, you know. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like Manny, Manny yeah. reviewed Gunther versus Sheamus, and he was like, "Yeah, too many, too many chops, three stars." It's like, of course he's fucking trolling. <laughs> but, but sometimes it's I'm unfortunate.
2: real physicality, or whatever yeah. the fuck it is. <laughs> yeah. <he> about-
0: <laughs> sometimes it's um, sometimes it's disappointing though to see good talents get turned on you know and if Andrade does leave you know like it's gonna get nasty for him when this happens i don't know it just kinda, it's just kind of it's just kind of unfortunate you know like
2: yeah um, good, man. yeah <laughs> yeah we see
0: like like i'm not about to pretend Andrade's bad. like I'm, I'm sorry i'm just not gonna pretend that he's not good
2: yeah. i don't do it with anyone man even if it's just someone who's like okay you know mm. <laughs> What, what I do I, mean, even, I haven't even done it with Bobby fish bro <laughs> no, no
0: see I I took my Bobby fish victory lap because last year oh, we were subjected we were subjected to sorry. just Bobby fish singles matches every week and I was the only one on the timeline just saying why oh, why like, this, yeah, Charlie little, I remember right there was only one good Bobby fish TV match and it, it, it was Bobby fish versus Brian Danielson that match is really good Every other one was not good. He had CM Punk's first bad match in AEW, and I was really upset. I didn't like that Bobby Fish
3: Danielson match.
0: So then, so then, so then, in your mind, then probably all the Bobby Fish singles matches were bad.
3: Uh, no, he had a good match yeah. with Darby. Yeah, the Darby match. Uh, I'm talking about like in his initial run pre-Oh Undisputed Era reunited. Oh, no, bro, I don't remember. I don't. Even, I, I remember he had a match with Lee Moriarty, and I don't fucking remember that match. So I don't know. Bro, it Chris, I, I, oh boy. Jenny Barron's five
0: dollars. Jenny, we love you. I thought Manny was dead serious for the better part of a year. Just took him as a pitiful weirdo. Listen, <laughs> Jenny, you know why? It's because me and you. No, no. It, here's the thing. See, um, me and Jenny, we understand satire, right? We understand comedy. Um, but we understand it as it's normally constructed and presented. Manny does his own kind of thing. Like he, he created a new language. Like I don't know what his, his. I don't is. Know why he's cocaine. <laughs> i don't know it's like a weird yeah. new thing he's like the kid cutty of comedy he made a new style or some shit this guy's coming it's in like, like
2: crazy sarcasm <laughs> like a hint of delusion yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I I feel like he half works himself into a shoot and then says it completely seriously And the thing is, when you deliver things sarcastically, there's a certain tone that you have to have. Like, I I could say, like, well, obviously, Malachi Black is da-da-da-da-da. And you know I'm being sarcastic. But he'll just be like, well, I mean, he's Black because his last name is Black, right? (laughs) It's like, wait, what? (laughs) It's weird. (laughs) Seth Rollins, I can't tell what that emoji is. I just see... I don't. I don't know what that
2: is. See, that's why you need to. You need it. to upgrade your devices. No camera. Always late. Devices are not up to scratch. What are we doing? Amen. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Anyway, Seth Chris, Rollins, very good wrestler. Um, are you looking forward to watching him in the fight, Pete Battle Penguin?
0: I want him to wear MMA shorts. I want oh, him to wear gloves. God
2: bless. can <laughs> bless. Could you imagine? <laughs> I, I, I need. I need him. Seth I need him. Rollins ready to go, brother his
0: Yes, I need him to dress like a like a like a cage fighter. Chris, are you there? I have a couple of questions for you. No, what's up, Chris? Okay, a couple of questions. So I, I was Same. saying, right before you, right before you, you kind of crashed. I was saying how like uh you know the routine for AEW fans is to just is to just act like AEW wrestlers are bad when they leave, right? Um But I'm not looking forward to people doing that with Andrade because he's
3: like really good, you know. I mean, they can do that shit with Malachi, They can do that shit with Buddy, but you can't do that shit with Jada. bro. I, that shit's probably racist, bro. You can't do it.
2: That shit's probably.
3: You can do that shit on white boys, but bro, Girl. listen. I don't like Buddy Matthews. He's just fucking kangaroo Kenny Omega. So That's like, uh, when people,
2: like people say Andy that. I never, I never understand when people say that. Like, it's a bad thing. <laughs> like being compared to Kenny Omega is not.
5: Do you realize <laughs> that? Okay.
3: I'm he, not comparing him to Kenny Omega. Yeah. He's just—he just took all his—not all his moves, but he took a gourd portion of his moveset and did it. He, in he like so, you, Omega know, you know the
0: thing? Here's the thing, guys. Kenny Omega is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. So he being does. an approximation of one of the greatest wrestlers I means you're still very good. And, and you know what's funny, Chris? You know how yesterday we had all that stupid ass discourse about like Manny Rose's knee strike versus Kenny's knee strike. I wanted to end my life <laughs> yeah yeah I, I wanted to self mutilate
5: someone came in someone
0: came in yeah someone came in and was like you don't talk about knee strikes but uh, <laughs> no one's talking about Buddy <laughs> and <posted> a <laughs> video and I gotta admit it, it was a bunch of Buddy knee strikes from WWE and I was like yo Buddy really was cold when he was skinny bro Buddy before the steroids but, Yeah, crazy. Buddy's
2: got good knee strokes bro I'll never forget the one video, he hit Rennerita with. with I'll never forget that one he yeah, absolutely that, uh, killed, buddy killed Okada match?
3: one. Hmm? Say it again. Y'all remember that, uh, that buddy and Okada match?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, hold <on>.
5: up. <laughs> We're getting a uh, for now. All right, is Kenny Omega
3: restart match with Okada? I don't know.
5: No, um, <laughs> one
0: thing I want to ask you, Chris, uh, did you hear what Shawn Michaels said about WWE's recruiting for, for the new NXT?
3: The Chris of Columbus speech christopher columbus speech what do you mean they want to go colonize japan
0: <laughs> that man said yeah for this new nxt we, we go in japan and indies and uh, well, uh <laughs> that's
3: what <we're> college <laughs> athletes nigga
0: <laughs> chris you, you know you know less chris
3: yeah so,
0: so, so after this, after this uh, podcast, I'm gonna be on, on Twitter in a space with Gabe Sapolsky, right? And this nigga Les said, if you don't recommend Gabe Sapolsky, Effie, and Alley Catch, you you the police. <laughs> bro, please game. do it, bro. I please do it. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> could, could, oh could boy. Keep I'm in there. I'm like, hey, yo,
3: <laughs> you heard about the Keshter game? <laughs> <laughs> yo, <laughs> nigga, I, you crazy. I'm like, bro, I'm like I'm like, hey yo, Gabe, you heard about the my nigga? <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're
2: gonna get Gabe on some oh
0: business. <laughs> He's, He's gonna ask you for a list
2: after the space and shit. <laughs> Are
3: you mad? He's I like leave. hey bro, bro. You 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 really know your stuff, man. Give me a list of who I should tell to sign.
2: <laughs> for real?
3: Tell him Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, Effie, uh Blake Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, who Blake Christian got that ring with Ana Deo, bro. Yo, 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 heard George Rappin's Sprach- wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan Oliver.
2: <laughs> yo, now we're just being spoilful.
3: Yo, did y'all know Jordan Oliver's black? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bro, he looks. No, let me not yeah. say that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah that's that's probably. Spark- no. He looks. He does not look like a black man. No, he's clear. Yeah, he's I'm sure he gets that. He looks sure like he a black a man's lot, white you know? baby mama. Why not? He's 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 Monty colored, you know. He is not Monty color. That, yeah, nigga, say, no, that boy right. is rice color. Let me stop for he threatens yeah. to hurt. Yeah, right. Monty, if you grew your hair out, would it be an afro?
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: just just kidding. Kidding. No,
2: don't make me bring up the picture of you that
0: we've. Uh,
4: <laughs> what, what picture we of me? Is it what? The <laughs> picture <laughs> <you talking laughs> of the Apollo Cruise <laughs> <laughs> one?
0: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Yo, okay. No, no, no. We're going to do this right here. Monty, you got to put it on the screen. Put the Apollo Cruise picture on the screen, right? And we're gonna ask everybody in the chat: Does this look like
3: me? <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. want it's me. Fucking picture, <laughs> it's
0: fucking picture.
2: How can I get one? Um, I'm gonna that send it.
1: So much when I saw
0: <laughs> it. I'm
2: gonna. Charlie, have but, you seen
0: the picture? <laughs> well, ca- carry carry yeah, on yeah. what
2: you're doing. Carry on what you talking about while i Sure, sure. Is.
0: Yeah, while he's looking for it. Um, what did I want to ask, yo? Um, Chris, did you see the, 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 the nasty stuff that
3: Dave and Brian were implying last night? Bro, I saw I, some nigga <laughs> sent it into my discord. Yeah. I mean, first off, this nigga a super follower. What the fuck? How, why are you a super <laughs> follower? And I was like, and then Brian, I was like, something big is coming for WWE. I'm like, oh my God, these niggas bought <laughs> you <blogging> Japan. <laughs> oh. No, nah, see, no, nah, that would be crazy, but, um. Now,
0: what was nasty to me was someone talking about like, "Hey, man, whoever didn't sign Bandito gonna look real dumb." And then Dave just goes, "It's gonna be an interesting next two weeks." And my the next two weeks it, it, are, are the are the Fed season premiere mm. shows. So I was like, "Yo, what is
3: going on here? Like, what's, what's what's going on here? Nah, bro. <laughs> uh, Bandito better be signed to AEW, bro. I feel like he is, but bro. Yeah. I don't know. Bro, He's be 20... putting the fear of fucking God in my heart. Bro,
0: if Tony brought this man on TV and he was signed to Paul Levesque, he's remedial, bro. Like, what do you, like, you know what like, I'm saying? Oh my God. Like, that's so nasty. Yeah. No way. No way. I- I'm going to assume he's signed because, like, bro, Yeah. getting a like, main event of dynamite, too. bro. Like, but the video signed... after the show as well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He wrestles Chris Jericho in the main event. He's hugging up on Tony on the stage and he's like, Bandit! Give it over. He's going insane. Like, come on! Like that's that's a signed wrestler, right? Like, I'm not yeah, going. Absolutely. That's a, that's a, There's hug- no yeah. way he's hugging a guy like that who's going to be on Raw in a week. Like, there's no way. There's yeah. No- no. Way. If, if sure. <laughs> yo, <quick>.
1: like <laughs> hey. i so speaking to a fan.
0: <laughs> Chris, Chris, if that happens, we got
3: to do a Tony slander space. <laughs> Oh, I will be on this man's ass. Oh. Oh, bro. Man. He finally, finally, finally earned my grades, bro. He finally earned back my good grades.
5: So, Chris, Chris fix, your,
0: a...
3: fix, your, uh, fix your Wi-Fi or whatever
0: the fuck is going on with your shit. <laughs> <laughs> you, you sound mad
3: crazy. God. Could you, man? Get uh, over, Bandito, guys. <laughs> you want to see him again? What's wrong?
0: Yeah, it's just
3: like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Give not Triple H, just know sign. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I heard what's going wrong? Wanted to, wanted to
0: give us a spotlight on Dynamite? It's like, what? <laughs> like, why? <laughs>
3: what? Yeah. No, he's not. Yeah. Tony Khan no, hates Triple H, so hopefully... Yeah, yeah, yeah. he hates yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They both... Tony hate Tony
0: hate Hunter more than he hate Vince.
3: <laughs> nah, he do, because at least Vince wasn't giving them nigga any fucking problems.
0: But Vince left him alone. <laughs> that, Vince that wasn't going out
3: had... to his fucking roster.
0: Bro, Vince last year was just alley and Tony Wrestlers every every three weeks.
3: <laughs> maybe I should give
0: him some more fucking yeah. wrestlers.
3: <laughs> I like that Tony
0: Khan guy. <laughs> he literally said that in a in a freaking uh, investor call. He's like, they're like, Are you are you mad about them going to the other place? He's like, no. Maybe I should give him some more. I was like, nigga, what?
3: <laughs> like the fucking slave trade. That <laughs> mm. no. uh, Tony, Tony was like,
0: yeah, that's my nigga, yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking Dang.
1: of uh, wrestlers jumping, are we going to talk about Sasha Banks at all? and her changes Oh, on? my <laughs> God. Sure.
3: You want to get them, into that? My, uh, <laughs>
0: okay. okay, everybody. I'm going to give you guys a list of all the facts that we know. And you guys do whatever you want with this information new japan is bringing in an iwgp women's championship this belt will be defended on american new japan shows sasha banks in july reportedly got released from wwe in july sorry not july june in june she was removed from the internal rosters in july it was reported that she was talking with WWE in a negotiation to return to work. In August, she was reinstated into the internal roster. She has not made her return and it is September 28th. She has changed her Twitter Twitter handle from Sasha Banks WWE to Mercedes Renato. That is all we know.
1: Triple H, oh, one more. And Triple. she followed me, Japan, on Instagram as yes, recently as yesterday.
0: Yes, she did.
2: Yes, she did. Seems like a lot, a lot of um, tinfoil hat talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. For real here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yo, 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 Chris, you see my drone coping? You see my mind- drone? <laughs> bro. This <Yeah. laughs> <see, I> really <laughs> loves <to> me, bro.
3: <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> You're so nasty, Monty. <laughs> Yo.
2: Yo. Uh. Oh
4: my god! <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to take it off. <laughs> <laughs> Why did he take this phone off? <laughs> <laughs>
1: my ribs <laughs> Oh my god You took me by
3: surprise You know
2: what that kills me bro Like, You know there's a good percentage Of the chat that don't know What Paco Fangman looks like,
4: <laughs>
0: like Oh the- my god I don't know what I don't, I don't don't look it looks nice. look like <laughs> Yeah you do. I don't look like this. <laughs> yeah. Yo, somebody, someone who's watching this, right, screenshot screenshot this and post this on Twitter. This is the view of the YouTube video, right? <laughs> yo,
3: take this off, man. <laughs> take this off. <laughs> take this off. <laughs> yo. Oh, my God.
2: Oh. Uh, uh. We have a good talk. Yeah. You know?
0: This is what Monty does because he's mad that Sasha Banks is going to be wrestling in a new Japan ring and <laughs> winning their belt. Now in, in all Monty. seriousness. <clears throat> go ahead, go ahead, Chris. Get your shit off.
3: I just say you know, I, I'm looking forward to Tony Storm versus uh Mercedes. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. uh, in, in, in all seriousness, this literally this morning, her best friend Bailey. That is you, two dollars from mom. <laughs> False. That's not what I look like. Um. I I, I like to think that I am cuter than Apollo Crews. Cruz, mm. especially with especially with a bowl cut, you know. Um, but but this um, morning, Bailey Mercedes's best friend literally said in an interview, "I said, who do you want to wrestle at WrestleMania?" She said, "She said Sasha Banks."
3: Mm-hmm. So she said that. That's gonna happen.
0: Hey, who knows? I'm honestly, Sasha's an enigma, bro. Like, I really don't know what she's cooking. Yeah, you know,
3: all I know is on my sandwich.
0: This is crazy. All all I know is that uh, every every picture and video that surfaced with her and Naomi over the last two months have been lovely,
3: uh, and I'm happy for that. Yeah, the one with her in the bathtub. All right, I'm gonna ask the live chat. How many? How much money would you pay for a bottle of that uh, bath water? Oh my Jesus God! Christ, bro. <laughs> this is crazy. This is—is this a preview for an <laughs> un- <laughs> I don't even. Yes, it really is. It's a preview. Um, that's
5: that's that's insane. Keep
2: that shit over there. Um, my two thousand four hundred. We got we got too <laughs> many super chats. That's, uh, yeah. To, the ones that we've already, because a lot of people sending super chats are stuff that we haven't spoke about, so I tried to save them for the end. Sure, sure. And there's um, there's a few that we have kind of skipped over. So there's another one here. Which wrestlers oh, do you guys feel underpaid?
0: That's a good question. Hmm. Um, Claudio Castagnoli, the former Cesaro, was underpaid versus his market value in WWE relative to his peers. Uh, so as somebody who knew the situation, yeah. he was making around 800k. Ziggler makes over a million dollars. Sheamus, his most recent deal, got over a million dollars. And AJ Styles, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens are now making over
3: three million. Um, Not so relevant. Sure. Y'all know I love AEW, right? Yeah. To the fans, to them Ubu fans who think Cesaro went to AEW because he thought he could wrestle all he wants. No. I think it went to AEW because I said, yo, you want a million dollars? (laughs) <laughs> that's the only reason what they yes, yes. yes. it's, I I guess, it's just the business this nigga care about doing program. a the
0: Ricola bomb yo oh my god Chris I'll never forget we were in a space and Manny was like he was like do you think he he left so he could do the Ricola bomb and I was like bro what <laughs>
3: like what
0: do you do you think a 40 year old man is sitting there like I want to switch companies so I can do a move
3: <laughs> A power that's bomb. Crazy. <laughs> like, that's crazy <laughs>
0: Uh, far oh, five
2: triple two twenty dollars. <throat> Tony seems to not have any real long-term intentions with some of the X WWE signings at this point. Let those that want out go, and those that want to help stay. Keep up the good work, guys. Appreciate you. And um.
5: Well, keep on trying
2: hmm. The thing about the long-term intentions is definitely something because there's a like, what like what me and Charlie were saying earlier about Andrade. Look, like, it seems like he gets on something, then all of a sudden he gets kind of like off track, and it don't get driven home the way that you'd like. And you could say that with Miro, Malakoy, you know, um a lot of bro, these guys that you know Miro, he's probably being alluded to.
0: No, he no, me. no. I, I, I asked I asked around about Miro. I almost assumed he'd be one based on his his handling, but he, I was told
3: that he he has not asked for his release at all. Nick, so, bro, people think all these niggas are just triple H merchants. Listen, bro, Miro wasn't in the black and gold where Triple H, you know, was you know, doing all these indie fests, bro. He was... Tri- Vince actually booked him pretty well his initial run.
0: He was, a, he was a Dusty Rhodes project and he got called up fairly quickly. And like you said, yeah, he's, he's a Vince project. Go ahead.
3: I'm just saying, bro, not all these niggas want to just go to Raw because they're no. doing fucking indie fests now. They don't mm-hmm. care, bro. Yeah. Whoever's not paying the most money for Miro... They want that. And a lot of these guys who are already in AW who are gonna jump shit. I'll say a lot of these niggas are some Vince merchants, bro. They don't like Triple H. The
2: the thing that um to go back to the super chat as well, um about the long term thing. What was I gonna say now? I just, I just had something <laughs> I was listening to Chris and it's gone. I'm sure it will come back to me. But um, yeah. I'm trying to get through all these super chats and let me crazy. Um, what, what should I go
3: to next? Apart,
0: Big AO's personal <laughs> assistant, five dollars. As his former, as his former personal assistant, I can confirm that indeed Hangman is cuter than Apollo Crews. This is
3: true. This is true. Wow. Well,
5: yeah, these are these are facts. I don't know. These are nah, Apollo these are facts. The
3: Apollo's a true Nigel boy. You cannot uh, tell me that milk that I had is. is, we'll is to, you know
2: about. what we're going to do, Charlie? Yeah, we're going um, oh to have to Davis, this <laughs> Oh,
3: my <laughs> God. Yes. yes. Oh, my Whoa, God. Why did there so many Dave. jalapenos on my sandwich?
0: You probably not asked for jalapenos.
3: Um, I did, but I didn't ask for the whole pino. <laughs> the whole pino. <laughs> the whole
0: pino. <laughs> <laughs> so um forgot what I was talking about, but um
3: Yeah, man. I what Can I will say. About is, yet? No, no, no that was, yet. we, we, we do no that you.
0: That's
5: your man's.
3: That's, your That's mans really too. why I, I didn't even I don't really care about dynamite. I nah. I'll be honest. This dynamite was nah. uh I mean this dynamite was amazing, Tony. I love nah. it. <laughs> it work.
2: See, you see how his signal's breaking up when he's trying to praise it? It's, a, it's like a song, you know?
0: He starts sounding like a robot yeah. when he starts his, lying. His, his, his Wi-Fi was like, don't lie, bro. <laughs>
3: like, don't, don't lie. Bro. <laughs> I love I the Drew Robinson match.
0: Yo, yo, you sure. <laughs> yo. Yo, Chris, Uh-oh. bro, I don't, know, I, I don't know what you said. I don't know what you like, because I didn't read your tweet or anything like that. I was, I was watching that, bro. I was like, yo, <laughs> I wanted to <a> tweet, <laughs> y'all like juice? <laughs> yo,
2: know yo, we got bro. Yes. We got pop. I really oh, do that, love man.
3: Juice Robinson, but that match was shambolic, bro. Who is the? Oh my god! Oh my god!
2: Manny, get your camera, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, we got, really? me, we got me, we got me, we got me and Charlie the camera, either uh, the screen.
0: What's going on? What's going on with uh, with Manny's profile picture? Why does he has? What does he
3: have? A, <laughs> he I got so I can go back to eating my sandwich and enjoy my day. <laughs>
0: All right, all right. Give it a bit. So here's the deal. Um, we're talking about the long term direction of A.W. And at least for right now, we're definitely focused on the um, youth movement to a degree because uh, a lot of effort was made to really do stuff with Daniel. Oh, Garcia. it's coming back to
2: me. It's, What's trying, up? it's coming back to me. I've I got, I got to get it off now. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me. Um, so tony khan brought up a pretty good point when it comes to yeah. like uh long-term investment in and in usage uh going back to the super chat that i tried to uh go back to earlier um tony khan brought up something in an interview not that long ago about like wwe has like six hours of tv through nxt raw and SmackDown. AEW has three hours and um When you're trying to plan with a stacked roster, obviously, you know, if you're trying to get everyone on TV, it's obviously easier if you have four to six hours of TV rather than three. AEW's roster is just huge, man. And like like Tony said in whatever interview or podcast it was about a month ago, you know, it's hard. (laughs) You've got three hours and you've got 150 wrestlers or whatever the fuck he's got now. So um, I think that definitely obviously is, dog a big factor for some of these guys that are um, thinking the grass is green or over in WWE now, now that there's someone like competent in Triple H and not this maniac in Vince kind of a scene or other things. So, oh yeah, that's just something I wanted to bring up because, you know, it's a whole, they've got nearly double the amount of TV time, so it just makes things, um, you know, it just makes things a little more difficult for Tony when (laughs) when he decides to sign 100 wrestlers.
0: I think that whole rant was nonsense because, like, you're you're saying this to the media, but you're the ones who sign these people, knowing that you have three hours of TV time. So if you if you if you make these signings, I don't know what Chris is doing. If you make these signings knowing the amount of time you have, then just make it work. Okay. Otherwise, don't sign them. Like, if you if you left some guys on the market that <laughs> hey, people wanted, do to not sign. talk to Tony <laughs> Khan like that. Boy. See, that's why that's why your Wi-Fi crashed. Uh, listen. If if you <laughs> Chris is unserious, Robot
2: Chris is like yeah, it's crazy. there's so much there's there's a lot of Wrestle Purist going on right now.
0: Yeah, Manny's lot. here, <laughs> finally he's
2: on the screen, and, 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 and she probably it's say rare... hello to him.
0: Listen, it's it's the rare no hat Manny, so I think everyone should make a wish.
6: Can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear.
2: <laughs> we'll just give you a big introduction. What's going on, Manny? What's
6: going on? Uh, all right, I almost started crying earlier. I was watching House. Oh.
2: What the
6: fuck? (laughs) Thank you, man. It took me so long to get here. I was watching (laughs) the season finale. Hmm. What was the best part? Uh, I can't really hear you guys. I don't know if it's my headset or what, but I think you asked me what my favorite part was. It was Mm -hmm. uh, where Amber died. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert for anybody who
0: (laughs) is like 10 years late on House. Um, (laughs) Well, we're glad you're joining us, Manny. (laughs) You're the most unbiased and professional member of the Russell Pierce podcast, and uh, as the most unbiased and professional member of the Russell Pierce podcast, uh, my question for you, Manny, is um, what do you make of some of this Andrade stuff, and, and what do you think if, if he actually does really want to leave AEW?
6: He's gonna have to suck it up. I mean, I don't know. I saw uh, <laughs> he's good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Did you see? Uh, I know Rob Viper was talking about it earlier. He just said that wherever Bandito shows up, Andrade just happens at the same time, he would be like he has to leave the promotion.
3: Really, yeah,
6: <laughs> <laughs> they got beef. <me? laughs> I Is think so. Just... He said that it's not the first time this has happened where Bandito and Andrade just happened to be in the same promotion. And, and Andrade's like, Yeah, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. That's, he didn't really that's like. Hilarious. He didn't really like go into details about it. That's what he just like said. That's what he just pretty much said. Hey, hey, hey Chris,
5: <laughs>
0: Chris, Chris. if you're Tony and you got to pick, you got to pick a side. <laughs> this is a call for Bandit situation, who are you picking between Bandito and Andrade?
6: Yeah, hey, I'm going to take Andrade's bags to the airport.
0: real? <laughs> that's crazy. I mean, listen, Bandito is. I need
2: those that cool. loan as well. <laughs>
0: <Wouldn't lie>. <laughs> listen, <laughs> let's, let me be you tell him to un- be un- unbiased
3: here. Okay. From a business standpoint, we have to be honest here. This is, this is an AEW like meat sucking. We have to be honest here. Who's oh the God. more marketable talent, Bandito or Andrade? You know what's money you can sell with those bandito masks? He has, like, one of the most unique masks in wrestling history. Sell those masks. I don't even know. I don't know if they sell Lucha Bro masks, but they should start selling masks. Sell the bandito mask. He he has a more versatile moveset than Andrade. Even though Andrade is great, people are going to say, you're burying Andrade because he's leaving? No, I love Andrade. Who has a cooler name?
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> That's not it's, yeah, it's dude, pretty... Listen, listen. M- Manny, you speak Spanish, don't you? Was yeah. To... yeah. God, Manny's reaction time is insane. Is it, you you I...
2: can speak, it, but you can't...
0: I can't, you can't read like, it, can't it right. It. Yeah. Was, is your pronunciation good? No. Never mind. Look, I was going to say, if you say Andrade's full wrestling name in a proper Spanish pronunciation, it sounds really cool.
3: Andrade yeah. El Idolo. That was really good. Yeah, mean. Andrade El Idolo. And, Andrade El Idolo. You're not quick to talk about Hispanic culture, so I don't know what you're trying to do here. Uh-huh. Huh? huh. <laughs> <time be back? laughs> it's what we do here, man. is not real. I back. just want to talk about Chris Jericho so I can go on with my day. That's kinda of the only reason I came on the pod. Yeah, oh, let let's,
2: let's, let's review AEW. Oh, well
3: so I, oh. I was I was trying to.
0: So yeah, this is a show that you know. I've got
2: the format. Cool.
3: Yeah. the There was like four things that happened on the show, so it's not even that bro, crazy. Let's man. just talk about Bandito versus Jericho. What are we doing here? <laughs> we can't. We have, bro, we gotta talk we, about the Soraya segment, bro. Yeah, we gotta have. we, we, do, have, yeah, we, we do have, to, have to talk
5: yeah, about we, Soraya. We we have, segment, have.
3: All I say about the Soraya segment is Chris, you gotta bro. be save no. it. Save it. Candy America And that fucking producer chip Tony. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> Yo, Chris is going full robot.
0: Doing it's here. amazing. <laughs> 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 is it? I don't know what's happening. What the is package. happening? I don't know. I don't know. There's,
3: there's, uh, there's a lot going on. Charlie,
0: how would you describe this opening segment of Dynamite? If you had to summarize it to, to the listeners.
4: What
1: was
0: it? Like? G- oh, g- g- uh, give us a summary. Good, give us a summary. Stuff.
4: Yeah.
1: Um, it was very... No no, no, no,
0: no, 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 don't give your opinion yet, just give us a summary. Give a, I want a Charlie yeah. recap of what happened.
1: Oh, god, okay. Um, <laughs> well, the jets, <laughs> there Let's was a whole lot of talking and, and I was a lot of listening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I only really tuned in when Brian Danielson came out, so. That's oh
0: my God! You were zoning out. Like, what's going
1: on? <laughs> um, it it just sure was a segment. I've seen a lot of oh discourse God. about it on Twitter, though.
0: Luigi Primo.
1: I mean, I right? started paying attention. When, oh
0: shit! Yeah. Like uh,
1: Danny was talking, and then Brian yeah. came out. Yeah. yeah.
0: Did Did you see <laughs> when Jericho gave? That. Did you see when Jericho <laughs> gave uh, Daniel Garcia a bucket hat? Was...
1: Yes, I did see that. It mm-hmm. was something.
6: Manny, how would you how would know, you summarize was, the
1: segment?
6: It, it was a segment. You're talking about the inner circle one? Mm-hmm. A S. Oh J S. <laughs> um, you know, it was just a segment. Everybody looked cool. That bucket hat was crazy to me. Yeah. I don't know why. Bucket
5: two point twenty two is wild.
6: Yeah, I know. Uh, walking around like seeing schoolboy Q or something. I just <laughs> I don't know. I just it was, it was cool, the whole thing, and then I also just like uh, Jericho's tone where he's able to do something silly, something serious real quick, and like uh, 2.0, I think are showing their worth in this kind of segment because we know their relationship with uh, Garcia and the way they were able to just turn it around and just make mm-hmm. it kind of feel like that is kind of like some whole shit, you know, that he just like decided to just bounce on 2.0 like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, cool. Matt Menard was great in that bit.
0: okay listen this segment was awesome and uh (laughs) it's just here's the thing with chris jericho he um he has so many just wacky ideas and when you watch him on AEW, it's very obvious that he has like a a gigantic ego and and what i mean by this is you know he his mindset going in all these segments is like i'll get this over because i'm chris jericho and uh you know, if we if we just delete the pandemic out of the history of AEW, ninety uh, percent of the time he gets it over. Um, you know, because in the in the pandemic there's a lot of duds, but you know he's his whole shtick is heavily reliant on crowd reactions. Uh, to me, he has a bit of his year one Le Champion swagger back, and uh, the whole setup was preposterous. They're all in purple suits. There's a man just tossing a pizza dough around, and Garcia is wearing a bucket hat, looking like LL Cool J. And you know Anna J is just yelling at me for no reason. Um, Sammy and Ty are eating pizza in the background of the camera view, and uh, they're talking about the Ocho. It's just preposterous. Uh, yeah. But like Manny said, there's a lot of story advancement narratively happening in this silly situation. I feel like I'm reading or watching One Piece. Like it's like it's like silly and ridiculous, but also like it's like serious at the same time. Uh, I thought everybody was really good in this in their roles. Charlie's right; it was a, it was such a raw segment. Um, but personally, I'm I'm of the belief that the WWE sports entertainment formula isn't inherently bad. Um, it's it's dependent on how interested you are in the storyline that they're portraying and how well the situation is executed. And so in this segment, like like you guys said, Menard was great. I thought Jericho was really good. Garcia really did well. I thought I thought the bit where he was like um. If I if I push Luigi Primo, is that entertaining? If I if I knock these pizzas over, would that be entertaining? And then he leans over and looks at the crowd, and they're in the palm of his hands. And he said, "If I team with Brian Danielson, would that be entertaining?" I thought that was really well done. Um,
6: hey, hey man, I also want to say that we saw we saw a good like the Jericho. I think is the best example of sports entertainment, and the Page one was a bad example of it because it was the same oh, thing. Oh, absolutely, pretty much. absolutely. But so we just saw like just two different people handling it in – a better and worse situation, you know.
0: I, I told my friend this, Manny, last night. Um, no, we're gonna ignore that. We're gonna ignore that chat. We're not doing this. Um, listen, I I said this to my friend yesterday. Uh, last night was a raw episode, and there are certain guys that are great in a Monday Night Raw setting, like Chris Jericho, and then there's people who just are shambolic in it. You know, like uh, I, you know, they did the WWE format, and some people could thrive in that. But there's others that it just doesn't work for, and I think overall for the show, um, I don't know if this is a format you want to go with going forward. And I'd like to give it some leeway and think that maybe some of it has to do with missing talents because of the hurricane. Um, but yeah, it was just kind of, it was just kind of weird. Like other people's talking segments just didn't work for me, even though Jericho's did. Um, mm-hmm. Regarding this opening, regarding this opening, um, Ike, you got really excited when Garcia said that he was going to team with Danielson, I think that him and Danielson versus uh, Guevara and Jericho was a really, really interesting matchup. So
4: yeah.
0: uh, Yeah. I I like the opening segment. Uh, Danielson did the WWE trademark. Well, then let's do this right here, right now. (laughs) And we got the impromptu match coming right after it with Matt Menard. I didn't think anything of the match, but that was, uh, that was interesting. Chris, talk about your boy, Chris Jericho.
6: Chris. Before Chris goes, I just want to say something else. Like this Jericho thing also like moved along moved along two storylines. It moved along, it yeah. foreshadowed Garcia eventually beating him for the title. And then later on in the show, it shows uh, uh Jericho going said going on a quest to beat every great RH champ. So and him trying to take over ROH. So I think that was cool too. In one show they established uh, two major oh, ROH storylines. Chris,
0: what do you think of the opening segment?
6: My Wi-Fi is cooked. Can y'all hear me? Yes.
0: Yeah. What do you think of the opening segment? My Wi-Fi yeah. is
3: cooked. You um, said this three times. Chris Jericho's the best of all time. Anything else? The Ocho. Anything else? The Ocho. Anything else? Big Ocho. Anything else? Already better than Gresham's <laughs> drain. Anything else? Already better than Gresham's Rain. Are you saying anything, anything else, else, or is this a fucking loop? <laughs> is my Wi-Fi fucked?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just, I was just letting you get all your shit off. I, I know you, you know, sometimes you think in bullet points, so I wanted you to kind of just get that out, get that off your chest, you know.
3: My I think my Wi-Fi is cooked, bro. <laughs>
0: I, no, no one's moving no, for me. Bro. Oh,
3: listen. You gotta just. Know that, so, no, man. you.
2: You sounds fun, No, you your, like your sound clear, is good, there. though. Yeah. So as long as you can hear us. Oh. Okay. Whoa. Well,
3: yeah. Well, yeah, I think Chris Jericho, um, yeah, people know Chris Jericho's, I think, is the best wrestler of all time. Uh, mm-hmm. and he continues to show it with his longevity in both his segments and which, which people, I think Jericho brings a lot to the, uh, AEW in his wrestling, which is still that level, but how well he can orchestrate a segment, you know, um, and how well he can, uh, and once again, <laughs> putting Daniel Garcia. I don't know if niggas are hearing me anymore.
2: Yeah, we are. I can hear you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> he just decided to give up. Yo,
4: Chris
1: <laughs> 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 Chris is Chris is, is, is,
5: is cooked today. Is
0: cool. Um. Yeah. So Matt Menard faced Danielson. Uh, does anyone have anything to say about this match? I think it was pretty much a, no- a nothing match, right? Fucking Rob.
6: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't got anything else was- to say about
0: it. Yeah, I, it was totally... Look, like, Brian Anderson doesn't have bad matches, you know what I mean? So, like, no. it, it's totally fine. Uh, Monty, I don't know if you noticed this. I, I tweeted this. Um, it was... You know what was so Raw-like about this match? Like, recent Triple H Raw's? We get the long talking segment, right? Then we go to the match that is, is spun off the talking segment and then in the match the heel stablemate That's tries to get involved and and a babyface chases off the heel stablemate out of the arena or at the venue mm. and then leading to the babyface winning the match this has that been done crazy. this is this has been done in recent um raws like i feel like i feel like matt riddle has chased rollins out of the arena like three times in the last month uh so it, it was like date it felt like like i don't know tony was studying their show or something is just interesting. Uh, but yeah, Danielson beat him. Rob is really begging to come in here and talk about Chris Jericho. He's so, probably
6: coming. I, just... I gotta go in like 50 sure. minutes.
0: Sure, sure. You say 50?
6: 15. All right, where the yeah, fuck we, are all you guys? We'll get, we'll get him where in for the uh, where the, uh, where the, where the fuck are He's all in, all all in the guy? private chat.
0: Hold, hold on, hold on, Let me, let me, let me. Uh, he's it. in the pro, he's in
2: the private chat yeah. ranting, saying, but he's been yeah. we'll, we'll get him we'll... in for the next round of Jericho. That's sure.
0: I was gonna say, but hold on. Let me let me yell at the staff here. What? what the fuck were all you guys when we needed people to have? Yeah,
2: man. I just
0: thought.
3: Know, like,
6: yeah, I told made, you, you what I was doing. I was watching Talk. House. I'm
0: trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to put the WrestlePiers card on the screen at, at, at like one, one in the afternoon, and like no one's responding. Now, now everybody wants to hop in with pile. Of the line. <laughs> yeah, what the yeah, hell?
6: Yeah, man. I've been busy today. i shoes. Sure. I genuinely don't
0: remember what happened next on the show. <laughs> Mad <laughs> King. <laughs> Hope
2: Cartel <laughs> like, to be the reef they expand to Mexico. Seems a bit harsh. Appreciate the Super Chat, though. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> um, right. Israel's takes, fire, back of text takes, tomatoes. Fur.
0: <laughs> not exactly true. Um,
2: This kind of adds on to... Bob the Builder's last super chat five dollars. The fact that Yuta Garcia gets consistent main events over Starks, Hobbs, FTR, Wardlow, and is criminal. That's TK's weaknesses. I mean, that's, it's all taste, though. When it comes to stuff like that, like you know, it's it's just taste, I guess. So like, some people are massive fans of Garcia. The, I, I, like the you, I like everybody. I like everybody
3: you listed. You know, yeah. The, the, the
2: push the push at Tony's give Garcia has worked to an extent. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah that is which, yeah, main, yeah, which is technically the main event of the yeah. you know after us show for a lot of audience yeah. anyway, so.
6: so let me tell you guys something man look you did garcia are young boys to the bcc if yeah, mox and garcia and mox and Danielson are telling you we want you and garcia to be on tv weekly because they're doing our thing you just have to suck it up and do it you know that's what it you hey, they're awesome <laughs>
0: You could argue that it's um, a bit of an industry planting, but I'd rather good wrestlers get industry planted than bad ones. So uh, I'll take it. Sometimes you got to do that, you know? Thank you, Hangman. Bam again with $5. Thank you, Hangman, for answering my question. But backup, tomato, AO, fire. He's not even here. (laughs) Uh, Question for all the best live wrestling. Question for all the best live experience of wrestling you've had. Need Kenny Omega back soon. Charlie, what was your best uh, live experience for wrestling?
1: recently i went to a progress show on tuesday and chris yeah. brooks and kid lycos had a no disqualification match which was fucking insane and when it's up on the network everyone should watch it because that was a really good match
2: chris um, brooks is usually good in those sort of certain yeah. it. so yeah yeah he
1: is also gigantic in real life i did not realize I'm talking. About this. <laughs> uh manny what was the best live experience
0: you've ever had in wrestling And Monty
6: go afterwards. It was either the Jericho, everybody singing in the crowd for Jericho or uh Danielson uh Hangman 1.
2: Yeah, um mine was probably a WWE live show when I was about seven years old, and the brothers of destruction put Edge and Christian through some tables. Um yeah man, pop Of those goals when I was younger, you know. Who didn't, you know? It's a shame our uh, Undertaker's always got hot takes now, and Kane.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah.
6: I didn't but, like yeah. Kane Undertaker when I was little. We didn't know them. No. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Thought they were, were trash. You sc- were you scared of the money?
2: No. Yeah, he was. <laughs> nope. Every kid he didn't like Kane was scared of him. That's just that's just facts, bro. Like, I don't write the rules, you know.
0: He said what's facts?
2: Manny didn't like Manny didn't like Undertaker and Kane when he was younger, so he was obviously just scared of them. Yeah, you were afraid of him. Yeah, just just admit it, bro. You know, <laughs> definitely wasn't. It's like when your little bro was watching Insidious, you
0: know. That's hilarious.
4: <laughs> my, uh,
0: my 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 uh, favorite live experience. I don't. Know, I'm not gonna say this is favorite because he ended up being a murderer. Oh wow. my God. Yeah, you got one more of those before I I, I take all my assets and create uh, hanger purists and and leave. I, I need that off the screen immediately. I, I I swear to God, I need that off the screen immediately. I, this dude is Put like that looking there. right at me. Like it's like like Give this is money.
6: I don't even know how to do something like that.
0: Yeah, I need I need this to stop. Um, plus, plus Gabe started his shit, so we need to end our shit within 20 minutes. Um, listen, uh, what the fuck? Um, did you guys know that I met Jimmy Snuka?
4: Have I ever told For you guys Yeah, yeah.
0: That's uh, interesting. Yeah, he oh, so, 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 so here's what he said to me. I was eight years old. And uh, I said, and, and my only knowledge of him was him appearing at like WWE anniversary shows. And you know mm-hmm. like 20s, WBs when when legends show up, they always play highlights of them or whatever to like show you their whatever. And so I was like, Oh yeah, Superfly, you know, like Jimmy Suga. And so I met him and at, at, at like a like an indie show. And the, the show was basically like washed up 80s WWF legends wrestling each other. Like that was the show. That was the theme of the show. And uh, I saw Jimmy and I was like, I was like, Superfly, I'm a big fan. And he was like, You so say you're a big fan, brother? You're a fucking baby. You don't, you're not a big fan, brother, you're a fucking baby. And I was just Dunged. like, I was like, damn, I was like, damn. And, and and he goes, what's your favorite match? And I was just like, I didn't know what to say. So I was just like, I was just quiet. And he said, so you're, you're a baby and a liar. And he's like, sends my paper. <laughs> he just signs like my little thingy and then gives it to me. And I was just like, thank you. And that was it. And i was, I was never forget this. He was the first wrestler I spoke to.
6: He killed you, liar, you were in dude. public.
0: And he basically just said like, you're a fraud. And I was like, damn, I am. He got me. Rob in the chat in our internal chat said, Bro got a little bro by a murderer. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. He, he worked just, Brutus, he worked Brutus the Barbara Beef in the main event.
2: I'm sure that was fun.
0: About about a one and a half stars.
2: Yeah. So, uh, Dynamite, let's get back to it. Let's, let's, let's flow through this thing. Bro, there's let's nothing else through. to talk about except the, the page man, thing in the main event. We're doing it. No, no, I said the painting. <laughs> no, we're doing it. What what was professionals. It oh, oh, Where, Where do you, uh, Oh, Uter, yeah. um, oh, yeah. there was a segment announced, which was supposed to be MJF speaks. Yeah. Wheelie Uter comes out in front of blog, like, you know, interruption vibes. Cuts a promo, we'll call yeah. it, um, on MJF. MJF comes out. They go back and forth. Um, yeah, <laughs> this happened. Yeah. Any? Um, you said earlier about the first promo segment kind of being like the only good promo segment on the show um obviously this was another one uh this wasn't amazing tony khan kind of um i don't know man at least he's letting wheeler try and get better on the stick yeah. you know yeah uh, yes. last week he went toe to toe with mgf um this week he cut a full-on promo on him and went back and forth with him a bit more um hopefully it pays off you know um 'Cause obviously there's a let's call it growing pains to be polite. You know. <laughs> it was a it wasn't the most electric promo ever, but you know, hopefully uh, given these opportunities he can nail it down a bit more. Yeah. I don't know if anyone else has got any more takes on the segment. <laughs> one oh, yeah. about it. Well everyone want to skip
3: through. Um yeah, so it was my yeah,
0: so here's my thing on Billy really Um I, I didn't think his promo delivery was the best, uh, it, but at the same time, um, I support young wrestlers being thrown into the deep water like this because mm-hmm. you know there's only so long you can hide behind a pre-tape and and a veteran speaking for you. I think you know as much as Tony probably thinks that that helps these wrestlers. Really, what helps them is getting their own reps speaking comfortably by themselves, and um, you you have to deal with some of the growing pains that come with that. And so, to me. Yeah, was he the best here in terms of delivery? Not not completely, but he didn't totally bomb and he got over. And with more experience doing these types of segments, he's gonna get better. You know, yeah. look at look, look at Roman Reigns' charisma and delivery now. I to- here, bro. Well, sure, but well, here's an example. You look at Roman Reigns now when he like talks and stuff and he comes off like a star. But if you go back to Roman Reigns' promos in like 2015, they were abhorrent, you know. And so that's just how it is. Sometimes you got to throw these guys in the deep water and, and see what happens. Wheeler Yuta will be at some point a very competent wrestling promo, and so I support Tony Khan putting young wrestlers in this situation. That's mm-hmm. really my only opinion on this whole bit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Manny looks super interested.
6: Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was I was reading a more tweet.
2: <laughs> it's cool. It's cool, man. You good? Uh, next up, uh, that we need to break this down. Lethal. Cut a uh Joe Lethal and the boys, Sanjay and Satnam. They put a promo on Derby. Man. Derby went back and forth. Leaf said he's gonna do it on his own next week. We'll see if that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, next up we had John Moxley versus <laughs> Juice <laughs> Robinson. And I know we've got a super chat on this one. Yeah. Um Mason $20. Wow. Juice versus Mox was okay, but the trajectory of Juice Robinson has been very sad. He was one of the best faces in the world, and his first two matches with Moxie were incredible. Unlike this, uh, New Japan booking really killed this. Really killed his passion. It's deep,
0: yo. <laughs> um,
6: this match was good
0: when you when you lay it out like this. Uh, I totally agree with you, Mason. Um, I thought this match fucking sucked, and uh, it was really it was really no no. So so here's here's why I say that. Work wise, it was absolutely fine. Absolutely fine. They are two pros who know how to wrestle and work rise, work wise. They didn't do anything wrong. They mm-hmm. had a match that was professional. Here's why I thought the match fucking sucked. Um, Juice Robinson is so much better than this, and he's so much more than this. And um, I, I watched this match with the mindset of this is a tryout. I've never seen you before impress me or do something that, I, that catches my eye. I I literally pretended like I'd never seen him before, right? Yeah. When you look at it from that standpoint, it's it was really frustrating because you know Juice Robinson for so long was such a really uh, charming and charismatic performer in my opinion, and I remember when I first saw him, the first thing that caught my eye was like, who's this like, who's this white guy with dreads and colorful outfit, colorful? (laughs) Yeah. he really just captures you, you know what I mean? Like when you see him come out with that, I think he did. He, I think he did the the Rollins bit better than Seth does, like the whole flamboyant, crazy outfit type thing, right? And mm-hmm. um, I just, I just really like his vibe and his his whole presentation and stuff. And like Mason said, he was such a really magnetic baby face. And um, I'll get into it with Bandito later, but like Juice Robinson, I, I thought that um, even though as a wrestler he wasn't on the level of like an Okada or you know, obviously Kenny Omega but I thought he really had his own uh, merit as a performer, you know? And so I was hoping for a a Dalton Castle Battle of the Belts-like effort here, where, it it you know what I mean? Yeah, where he kind of comes in cold, and you're like, oh, this guy's really, like, just charming or something. Um, And, you know, I was aware that he joined the Bullet Club, but it really just hit me how much they have stripped him of his individuality. Because, like, how many... How many bearded, long-haired, generic, black-pants, white men are there in wrestling that just go out and wrestle? You know? Like, that really, like, it actively made me mad. Like, I'm just sitting here, and I'm like, wow, they really just turned this guy into a milk toast generic, professional wrestler. There's no reason to fucking sign this guy. What's special about the Juice Robinson of 2022 in the Bullet Club? Nothing. Nothing. He went out there with Moxley. Mox couldn't even... Here's the thing about Mox. He's having a Wrestler of the Year run, right? And he's been so good this year that... He can, like, will any matches in into being great, right? He had a fucking great match with Mance Warner on Rampage. That shit was awesome. And here it's, like, between both of them, this is like, a a, a a dispassionate effort. Like, honestly, this is my least favorite AEW match of the year. That sounds insane, right? That sounds, like, almost hyperbolic. But it's just it, it, it was maddening. No, it was maddening. Mox, I've never seen Mox have less of a – this was Mox with the WWE Dean Ambrose Pulse wrestling. Like literally, like like I couldn't. I don't know what there was nothing in. No, there was nothing inside of him. He went in there and it was like, okay, you don't have it, then nigga, I don't got it either. Like we'll we'll, we'll fucking sleep through this shit. And and then you have Juice. who, It's like, do you want to get signed? Because he went out there and it's like I, I, he just. I don't know. I, I, so to me, I'm I was perplexed, and and the contrast couldn't be any more stark because there were two quote unquote tryout matches on this show. There was Juice Robinson, and then there was Bandito. Go out there, impress people, perform, make them care about you, make them remember you. And one guy did that, and one guy did not. And so to me, this match was an abject fucking failure because this guy did nothing to make you want to sign him. That's the bottom line. The point of this match was to make you care about Juice Robinson and go, oh, my God, wow, Like we should sign this guy. And he didn't do that. Um And, and, and the reason why I'm so passionate about this, again, is because I've seen him be capable of so much more and be more and 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 grab you and so to to see him reduced to this because of whatever it is whether it's new japan's booking or or the bullet club concept is really really disappointing you know he's not a 45 year old broken down wrestler he's 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 still relatively young um so i I hope he kind of breaks out of that and rediscovers um whatever magic he used to have because uh this was really really sad to watch personally Two stars. Crowd was
2: absolutely not into it as well, which yeah. is, um, you know, it's, it's even more of a shame because obviously Mox is their top guy. you know. Yes. Um, you never want it, regardless of what you think of like Juice's performance or whatever. It's just um, the crowd last night in general was just kind of it's, off. It was you know? a
1: weird crowd.
2: Yeah. yeah they, they weren't that into it for the matches. Um, you know, Bandito obviously woke him up at the end. We'll get to yeah. that. Because um, he's amazing. Yeah, um but after this match we had uh we had the hangman Adam Page face off. He comes he comes down to the ring, he in his uh he's pink jeans, he's pink top, you know, <laughs> he's dripped up. And uh yeah, he has a he has a face to face with back uh hangman has a face off with John Moxley. Um obviously they face each other in a couple of weeks. And um can, MJF,
0: I, can I ask you an honest question. Cool. When Hangman stood there face-to-face with Moxley, right? Were you moved? No. I was.
1: I was, but that's anyway. my favorite wrestler. So.
5: Now, pause, just... pause.
0: Wait, 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 pause. When Hangman returned in that Philly Dynamite last year in ladder match and was going toe-to-toe, throwing hands with Moxley last October, were you moved? A little bit. Oh no! I I was very moved last year when they. were... Well, you know, I mean, matches.
6: Monty hates Hangman Page.
0: Was, I don't hate Hangman <laughs> Page, bro. Look, I was, see, I, I was trying to get a. Sh- see, you, you blew my spot, you know, like, like like CM Punk said, you blew my spot because because when they when they first teased this last year in the ladder match, it was awesome, you know, when Mox is like fat and drunk and leaning heel, and and he he went toe to toe with the cowboy, like that was awesome, and. uh I don't know, man. Hangman came out there in front of Mox this time, and he just felt so cold. And, like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but, like, I I couldn't give two less of a shit of a a John Moxie Hangman page match right now. I feel like this is the coldest time to do that. Honestly, honestly, I I couldn't care less. And it's crazy that I'm saying that because Hangman, in my opinion, is an S-class worker. Oh,
2: I always hate Hangman. (laughs) Me, oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm the <laughs> hangman on this channel. About I, th- I think he's sensational.
4: Thank I think,
0: he's ex- it. I I think I, yeah, I think is one of the best wrestlers in the world. Um, but I don't, mm-hmm. I, I felt nothing. Like I don't, and I don't even know fully why. I just didn't, I didn't care, and I, it just. P- plus the the fact there's like MJF is already waiting in the wings. You know that he's the real end goal, right? So it's yeah. it's hard not to see it as filler, you know. Um. I mean,
1: the, the match is also in Cincinnati, so Moxie isn't losing.
0: Oh my God, That's Gabe, true. about to end the space before you get to do anything. Like that. I know what Rob's saying, um, but yeah, listen. Hopefully, hopefully, my my opinion changes with how they build this up. I know, I know, if, if both the guys are on their game, they can have a five star wrestling match.
2: Well, this this is a big factor as well. Like, so MJF interrupts the face off, you know, yeah. and he's just like, well, you know, I've got the chip. Yada yada yada. Mm. And it's just like, you know, obviously Mox is gonna beat Hangman, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, who knows? But obviously it's not a guarantee. But you know, you would assume that Mox is obviously gonna be hangman, which kind of that's what there kills it for hangman. me personally. Yeah, um, I'm not as down as it as hangman sounds. He sounds quite depressed <laughs> about it all, to be honest. But <laughs> I mean maybe <laughs> oh, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe,
0: maybe it, this right? maybe this is the post it just oh my god. AEW main event feuds usually feel box office and big time, you know. And wh- whether it's Pumpkin and, and Moxley or Omega and Hangman, whatever it is, AEW's top angle usually feels like big time with big superstars. And this is the coldest teased top program that I've ever seen. <laughs> like, I, 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 and maybe it's just a crowd, maybe it's just a crowd. But I was just yeah. like, like, I. I mean, well, the crowd, the crowd the crowd, woke up a little, a little yeah, last for, um. You, you know on, what? On, finish maybe John should have just taken the break. You know, I feel like, I feel like Tony, maybe late, it, like, it, you know, better late than never, but I feel like Tony was rewarding him for being such a solid and steady, consistent hand this year by giving him the championship over Brian Danielson. Um, but I, I, think, I I think that's more Danielson than than Mox though. Well, my well, the point I'm getting at though is that I think maybe like I it's way too premature to even make this statement. I got to see how these next few months go, but maybe Mox is kind of tired, you know? Maybe maybe they should have kind of let him get this break and let Brian kind of give us a new take on an AEW championship reign, you know what I mean? Um yeah. and 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 we go from there, but uh, that's yet to be seen. We'll see how the match goes. We'll see how this this program goes. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not moved by it.
6: Look, I, I personally do not care about Hangman as a character. But uh, when he came out there, I kind of just like, oh shit, we're gonna get Hangman versus Moxley, and all mm-hmm. I can think about is just like two solid, work, two great wrestlers going out there and just beating the shit out of each other for what twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing going through my mind when they when he came out. So uh, that's why I'm pumped up about it. I don't really care what the depressed cowboy is doing. Just that the match is gonna be great.
2: Mm-hmm. Babyface versus Babyface again, no man.
4: Mm-hmm. They're loving.
2: They're loving that. Like it's um, it's something that Joe and all spoke about before. It's like they haven't got that many heels, man. Like that's mm-hmm. why that's why Swerve is kind of in a great position now. Yeah you know um because yeah. I don't think they,
6: AW, you know it doesn't matter to aw i mean. they really just it, have like it, the it best it workers does, go at each other yeah
0: fuck that nah AEW needs heels um mm-hmm. with, with no heels means no heat with no heat means that you're not passionately invested in the result of a match um for some people it works when you're super over and you're really you know liked and shit but then you get certain situations where two guys you know it's like who are we supposed to feel should be the other guy um I think that's nonsense. I was at the arena for Arthur Ashe and there were certain matches where they didn't get over that big life and their main reason was that there was not a heel to boo in the situation. When AEW has heels, they drop massive heat. MJF is, you know, MJF when he like before this return cuz now it's kind of weird, you know, where he has to like try to do the fucking, you know, stereotypical shit to get booed. But before MJF was a massive heel. Um at the arena when I was at Arthur Ashe, we hated Sammy Guevara, we hated Christian. Uh the people who are concrete heels get great heat. The crowd wants to boo people. You know, they it, it's a side of their fandom where you have it you have you got to get that energy out, you know what I mean? And so um yeah, I think we need more heels. Uh yeah. So like Charlie said Swerve uh Swerve's in a great position here cuz I think he he could be like a a massive supervillain. Yeah. Uh so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it, it should be great. But um right, Speaking Joe Joe's, Joe's eventual heel turn on Wardlow is going to be glorious by the way. Oh,
2: okay.
0: yes, we'll see what We'll see what they
2: do. Okay, we'll I'm done with trying to predict Tony Khan, hill turns, and shit uh-huh. at this point, um, mm. yeah, yeah. So, you yeah, know, um, obviously, to carry on this segment. Um, MJF, when he interrupts, he's then you know, he's caught or surprised by Wheeler Utah. Oh, awesome. um, he was that in, awesome. like, you know, he MJF obviously was in kind of like a skybox sort of thing in his stance. Yeah. Um when he's cutting his promo, cocky as ever obviously, MJF creep, no, really it creeps up behind him and um yeah man gives it to him. They they start brawling, it goes into the crowd, and this was a this was a good segment, man. I, I like yeah. this angle. Um I thought this show overall was kind of a weird show. Um and it definitely had things that you could pick out and critique, and I'm sure we've done that. <laughs> <laughs> but this was definitely one of the few highlights and yeah. the highlights that it did have were, uh, quite, you know, high hitting highlights for me. And, uh, mm-hmm. I like it. I like it when they do like cool angles like this, you know, instead of just doing yeah. run-ins and shit. So it, it's, I don't you know, know whose like, idea it was, but yeah, it, it was good stuff.
0: I, I love angles in, in diverse locations, you know, like, I, yeah. I just like seeing different exactly. settings, you so, a baby face coming in, in the, in the sky box, whatever it's called. And just attacking, like, is
3: just cool. You know,
0: that's yeah.
2: why I was a fan of it. All right. So, um, next up is a, uh, it's been quite a divisive segment. <laughs> it's <laughs> the, um, the Soraya promo with the Oop. women's division, Britt Baker, that kind of back for. and forth. Uh, and I'm just going to kind of like get my little shit off on it now kind of thing mm-hmm. before I let you two kind of run with it. Mm-hmm. Um, what I will say is that it was very ambitious. Mm-hmm. Um, I was saying this earlier to you back up but you know uh, Tony Khan probably saw CM Punk come back after like 7-8 years and still be like 12 out of 10 on the mic and he thought Soraya could just um, you know, do the same you could tell she was kind of um, nervous out there then she admitted as much as well which to be honest I didn't mind at all I know mm-hmm. some, uh, some of the old heads were kind of uh, mad about even that part of it mm-hmm. but um, yeah it was just it was ambitious. I kind of um, almost respected the effort of trying to give the women kind of like a uh, substantial segment, do you know what I mean, in the show mm. rather than mm. like I was saying about the um, previous segment instead of just doing like run-ins and stuff like that. Mm. Trying to do an actual segment and make the women like look good. It's just a shame. that the way it was like structured and also executed by the talent wasn't um, – Amazing, you know, but the, the you know the initial idea and the ambition of it um even down to the time slot of it was um you know I guess it's a promising sign it's just that they need to you know a bit of quality control a bit of fine tweaking and they might be onto something um as for Sarah, she's um she's got quite a uh've kind of kicked the shit out of her on Twitter because Twitter is, you know, Twitter is the ghetto like that. It's kind of a, I think it's kind of a little bit harsh, considering she was a, like I said, she's been away for a long time and she was just kind of thrown out there with a mic and she's not seeing Punk, so she's not going to be able to, uh, you know, do what he did after not being on the mic for a while. <clears throat> but I've, to be honest, I think she'll be fine in the end. There's a few awkward lines. Britt Baker's name rhymes with shit. <laughs> Um, that was a weird one. Um, when, there was a lot, there was a lot of weird and awkward moments, but that was, of course, like I said, when, that kind of down to the execution. But like when it got, I when it mean, got into
0: like making fun of each other's names, I was just kind of like, all right, what are we doing here? Yeah,
2: it was, um, like I said, it was a weird segment, but the initial idea of it, I kind of respect the ambition of it, but it's just kind of, you know, execution, structuring those kind of things. It could have been better. You
0: know, what do you think, Charlie? What do you think of this segment?
1: Um, I appreciate what they're trying to do. My main Mm. issue with it is that Tony Storm was made to feel like a background player, like in that segment, Mm. which is really not a position they want to be put in heaven because they Mm -hmm. have the same issue with Thunder Rosa, and we all know Mm. how that turned out. So Mm. (laughs) it's it's just a really weird like if you're gonna have Soraya like feuding with Brit. Try to move it away from the title scene. Like, I can appreciate mm-hmm. them like setting the grounds of these are your baby faces, these are your heels. Like, these are the matches we're gonna have going forward. And they did set up a good match for Rampage. Like during the actual uh, title yeah. match, but I don't know. I feel like Britt did kind of expose Soraya on the mic a bit, but that was to be expected. She hasn't cut a promo in fuck knows how long. So mm-hmm. but,
6: three or four years. I don't
1: know. It it, it was. it it was there they're trying different things you can't really knock them for
6: that um
0: so i i could just agree with you guys and move on but i i think i think it's productive to almost specify the problematic aspects of the messaging of the segment because that that's some of the things that like bother me a little bit the more i thought about it because when i watched it live i was like this is kind of a not live when i watched it after i got home i was like this is kind of an awkward segment that's a little bit disjointed and convoluted um then I thought about it more because I, I was trying to figure out what about the vibes of it just were like weird to me. Right. Cause, cause I got weird vibes. Right. Mm. And I, I think when I really think about it, it you, you kind of touched on it a little bit, Charlie, with the whole Tony storm, not being at the forefront. Um, It almost feels like it almost feels like condescending and patronizing how mm-hmm. Paige walks in, you know, and she's just basically like, all right, well, we're going to do this right now. So let me get all these girls out and like, tell you guys how awesome they are. And like, now it's just going to be good. And yeah, the women's division has not been perfect by any means. Um, but it, there's just something like patronizing to me about like Paige with this messaging, walking out there and basically being like, all right, well now, now we fix it. And we, the way we fix it is by telling you we're fixing it by getting everyone in the segment. And it's a lot of show. I mean, it's a lot of tell, but no show. Um, yeah. Because, like, you talk about giving women spotlight, but the spotlight they're referring to is them being lumberjacks. Um, and in the segment, she almost by the end functioned as like a, a TV rod or SmackDown general manager, which doesn't really work for me. Um, at some point, she felt like Stephanie McMahon, which you don't want to feel like on this show.
2: Uh, the other, CEO, th- bro.
0: Yeah, I. You know, I. I just <laughs> there's that there's the fact that like you know the segment's not particularly good when I'm 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 like. Relieved when Britt Baker is interrupting someone speaking. Yeah, uh, which is what she did. She interrupted Paige, and I was like, "Oh, thank, thank the fucking gods." Um, yeah, I, I, when they started making fun of each other's names, I was like, "What are we doing here?" Uh, young dende one ninety nine. Jamie got chance. T K ain't doing nothing with it. Yeah, Jamie got chance. She's really, uh, really getting over these days. Uh, I, I think they they uh, they stalled her breakup with Britt because of what's going on here. Um, yeah, I'd agree with Charlie that to here's the thing they wanted to um Zootopia Productions five dollars. If Hater isn't in plans to beat Jay by full gear, Triple H becomes unanimous Booker of the Year winner. Thoughts, uh, props on the pod work team. Um, you know what, man? Jamie's getting so over, Statlander's gonna be out a year. Yeah. Uh, w- why not? Right? Why not? not bad um, it's not a bad choice at all. I think I think we brought this
2: up on one of the last podcasts. It might have been last yeah. week. So it's like Jamie's that good. So like, whether it's a TNT or the world title, I don't think the fans would reject that either way, you know.
0: Um, yeah, you know, he, she's getting
2: over, man. It's working. To, put,
0: to, to kind of wrap this. I again I, I also agree that I appreciate the ambition. I think what they're trying to do is like get the biggest name that just came in in a segment that segues into interest in the women's match that yeah. was coming up. I think that was yeah. the idea. Um, but, but, but at the same time, um, you know, I could see someone saying like, oh, this is just pandering and just doing the kind of WWE revolution segment, which, you know, isn't perfect the the way that they did that. Um, someone made a tweet that I, I, when I saw this tweet, it really like kind of hit home with me. Someone said that like, Hey, you know, if you want these women to get over, just have them come on TV and do cool shit. You know, you don't don't just walk out and, yeah, just tell, and don't don't come out
2: and do a mother's meeting and be like, yeah, hey, yeah. tell us, you know, yeah. like, because like, like, I, don't, I don't need to be told that Athena, Athena and Willow, yeah. uh, Willow Nightingale and all these people are good and need my attention. Yeah. I just want to see imagine, them do cool shit, you know,
0: <laughs> imagine if uh, let me think of somebody and if like Paul White was out there with like. You know, a man when they were in, a man when they introduced the All Atlantic title, right? They had they had Paul White out there with like Phoenix and Pac and comparable guys, and it was like, "All right, guys, this is Phoenix. He's from Mexico. He's da 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 da. This is Pac. It's like, bro, 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 bro. You want me to be sold on this new belt and these wrestlers? Let them impress me." you know? Mm.
4: And,
0: and so with yeah. the likes of the women's in, in in the ring, uh, again, like, yeah, mother's meeting, telling them like, it's going to be better now for the women. How? Show me, you know? And, and so really to me, the way to do that is to just have them do cool shit. Um, Cause otherwise what's going to happen in my opinion is if they continue in this direction and Paige does this like week in and week out um, by the, by the third or fourth week, people are going to be rolling their eyes, you know, and you don't want that. You don't want that. So uh, that's kind of my general take there. Um, and and as for the match, well, uh, t- oh, one more thing about the segment, I felt like Tony, I feel like Tony is one of those people that like, she has a very readable face in my opinion, in terms of how she <laughs> feels about things. Even back to WWE when she got pied, she was like, "This fucking sucks," um, by Charlotte when Charlotte threw the pie in her face, um, and and here on this segment, it felt like she didn't believe in the segment, if that makes any sense. When Paige is calling her the best um, women's champion in AW history and Madison Rain is, like, clapping and patting her, like, yeah, yeah, you are. She kind of has a face, like, eh, uh, I mean, I, I guess. Like, it just <laughs> it, it felt like she just didn't really buy into the idea of it. Yeah, she's um, just
2: like, I'm ready to wrestle now, you
0: know? Yeah, yeah. It was, that's, I, that's I, good. I, good I was – no one pointed it out, but I really noticed that. Uh, so, yeah, the match itself was good, Um, you know. Tony's a really good wrestler. Serena Deeb is very uh, technically sound. So they had a good match. I uh, got a lot of time. Um, but crowd I, is dead. Again, crowd is dead. Crowd is really, um, really,
2: really dead. Yeah. Really dead. Which yeah. is kind of, like I was saying earlier, it was kind of the theme for the night. You know, yeah. you know people always say it with the women's matches. well, like, oh, The crowd's always there for the women's matches. But like, this was just kind of like the trend of the night, literally. Yeah, yeah. um, the woke up for the finish because, you know, Tony literally hit Serena with a pole trover off the top rope. Yeah, so, yeah, um, it was a sick finish. Love the finish. But um, the match, really, I mean, the match itself was, you know, it's pretty decent. But, yeah. you know, um, not a lot to say about it, to be honest.
0: Well, conversely, in the main event, we had Chris Jericho and Bandito and. Uh... Hold on. Oh, my God. Hold on.
2: Hold on. Hold on. Oh jungle boy pre-type promo don't really need to oh my god um, but what we will need to touch on yeah. is two things actually okay um there's national scissor in there next week okay um, you know everyone loves the clown apparently mm-hmm. yeah. um, we've got obviously a lot of aw fans in our audience um this is obviously an important date for them Next Wednesday will be, yeah, National Scissoring Day. So get your scissoring buddies, get your boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever it is you do, and, uh, you know, prepare. <laughs> um, also, we had a Ricky Starks squash match. Uh, Ricky Starks Can squash dude. I I, um,
0: I, I'm begging you with every fiber of my soul.
2: What? Nothing. What was it Continue. You want me to pull up the picture?
0: <laughs>
4: oh my god! <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: you said? Um, go ahead.
0: Go ahead. Ricky Starks versus Eli Isom. Formerly. No, Eli it's Eli. just
2: oh, it's a ma- it's a match that happened. You know. Yeah. Don't need to. We have to. You know. We have to touch on these
3: things. You know. We're professionals.
2: Um. Now, main event. We have uh, some more people joining us for the main event who have been waiting very patiently.
5: Um. You know what fucking time it is, nigga. Y'all you know what fucking time it is, nigga. Y'all knew what time it was when y'all heard my fucking name, nigga. First of all, don't let me fucking pure nerds sit here and tell you that Chris Jericho's not the fucking goat, nigga. Who, who, what other fifty-year-old, over fifty-year-old in the United States, you know, doing inferno spots in 2022, nigga? Not, not. Who, who else? Christopher Starkey. fucking Daniels. Nobody, nigga. <laughs> Suck my fucking dick. Oh, first of all, first of all, second of all. You see all you niggas that sitting here been bullying me and getting this shit. I got all my shit. Nigga. Next week, the game changes. Nigga. Next week, next week, highest fucking, highest view video in this fucking channel's history. Nigga, I promise you. Let that up. Let that up. <laughs> Chris, the hustle
2: is crazy, bro.
3: oh nigga. Bro. Nah. I'll just say bro, if Chris Jericho was my master during slavery, oh my god, I would have snitched on everyone, <laughs> nigga. What the fuck is we talking about?
5: Oh god, I snitched on everything, I'd have snitched on everything. <laughs> runs
2: deep in his veins, you know. <laughs>
5: nigga. Soon as cool nigga, I'd I'd have cut Coonta feet off myself, nigga.
2: Shit. Ax,
3: <laughs> what you doing trying to run away from the Ocho?
5: Big yo,
2: this, is, this, is, this is definitely an on segment right now. Oh, God, nigga,
3: what you The
2: podcast up, we all still waiting <laughs> on. Man, man.
3: <laughs> Master Jericho, Harriet's he She got her as a plan. Masa- yo, what uh, we talking about? Shout Masa- out Rob. to Big Jericho, Ocha. love me. Rob.
5: <laughs> Master Masa- Jericho, do no wrong.
2: <laughs> Rob, what did you actually think of the match? <laughs> nigga,
5: Bandito, best luchador in the world, nigga. That's what I thought of the match. Nigga, who the oh. fuck is Gresham? What fuck? <laughs> Gresham is pretty bad. Oh god. I
2: don't know he's running. Co- <clears throat> he, Gresham's not bad. i get that you don't i get I, that he's not for you, 20. boys.
5: I'm number 20 yeah. in
2: the PWI. Bro, top top de- top ten PWI, bro. Yeah. I'm being I being top 10
3: so you. nasty, bro. <laughs> you know, bro, they, they need to change yeah, um, the rank shit. Fuck his kayfabe shit.
2: You know what, though, bro? People were hot on the guy before, um, you know, a few series of un- unfortunate events. But always, though, you guys have never been into Gresham and that sort of style, to be honest. So, um, i get it, you know. But uh, he's, he's not mm-hmm. bad, you know. Bandito,
3: if Bandito did not walk out of um, Philadelphia off a contract, then uh, Anthony... Antonio Khan needs to be arrested because... Mm-hmm. Antonio,
5: Antonio First Khan, up, watch your back.
3: He he got the crowd, a very dead crowd, by the way, to... Uh, he got them to mm-hmm. pop and give him a standing ovation over a vertical suplex spot. He's a mm-hmm. luchador. hmm mm-hmm. he did a vertical suplex spot that got the crowd to pop. Could be he, I
2: think Brian, Brian Alvarez said that he timed it on his stopwatch. <laughs> he said it was like 57 <laughs> seconds for that suplex spot, which is obviously like <laughs> fucking insane dio loki with another one trick pony energy post this time towards jonathan gresham
5: jonathan gresham doing that vertical suplex spot
2: listen no dio loki said this about andrade earlier so we can't trust him you know hey but,
3: um, ain't no wrong going 50 percent from the field Mm-hmm,
5: mm-hmm. <laughs> 45 but listen, what are we
2: talking about Gresham anyway? Bandido, um, <laughs> the best bandido It's bandido's bandido. night last night. Let's be real. Incredible. Um, like, I think, like Rubble Chris was just saying, Bandido woke this crowd up. Man, that was like yeah. the most uh impressive part of it for me. Like a real true performer. Like he went out there, kind, kind of known by a few people out there. He, it's not like he got some huge reaction, you know. And he went out there, and he woke that crowd up, bro. And, yeah. you know, it's, you know, it's, it's easy to – go on, go on.
3: It, like, he didn't get a – he got a good reaction. A reaction was like, okay, so a good amount of people in this crowd know who he is. But he didn't get a crazy reaction. Mm-hmm. But when he set up for his finisher, the 21plex, he got a bigger reaction than um, he got when he came out. So it's like, yeah, all right, did these people know who he was, but they were just so tired they just didn't want to pop? Cause when he was setting up the uh, 21 flex, they popped way louder. So that was like. I, mean, I think by that
2: point that he definitely won him over, man. Definitely. Yeah, um, I, mean,
3: I know he won him over, but it's like, not everyone's gonna know that's his finisher for people who didn't. Right. Lose mm-hmm. him, you know what
2: I mean. Right. Okay. I guess he. You could tell he was setting up for something because, well, when Jericho yeah. uh, after he hit that big knee, um, oh, I forgot, I mm-hmm. forget what he calls it, but um, and Jericho's leaning up the ropes, and he, you know, I mean, he does his pose, and nah, you know. Then he goes you
3: know for it. I do have one complaint about this match. And it's kind of mean school. Really? Because Jericho was taking on. His, the only complaint I this match is Jericho did not need to kick out of two of his finishers. You know what I mean? He didn't have to kick out of the moonsault and battery, which is the uh, top row follow-away slam. He didn't have to kick out of that. Well, he could have kicked out of one. He didn't have to kick out of that and the 21-plex. I feel like, you know, maybe get a rope break on the 21-plex, some shit like that. I don't think you should have kicked out of both moves, but still, shout out for Jericho for taking everything Bandito had to throw at him. Um, Yo,
2: back up, Pangman. Um, I know, I know, so you was... want to get out of here in the next few minutes, so I'll let you get your shit off, so you can, uh, you know, so you can run out of here, and we'll kind we'll finish you off for the last four minutes. So um, hurry up, back up, Pangman. No essays. I'll tell him. Yeah.
0: yeah um, a lot of people wrestle. Not if you enough go enough. over if you go
2: over two minutes, I'm pulling the picture up.
0: <laughs> a lot of people wrestle, not enough people perform, and performing is a lost lost art in this business. Uh Bandito gets it. You know, he does all the spectacular things in pop modern wrestling fans, but beyond all that, he just gets it. Um, he has the intangibles as a baby face that you know i've seen people like ricky steamboat or hiroshi tanahashi he knows how to will people emotionally into his matches and i've seen it countless mm-hmm. times where he walks into situations cold and gets over he just knows how to get over and when you can get over working babyface you're special so him it's just the mannerisms the physical charisma the body language there's a yeah. there's a there's a magneticness to him as a performer and just the way he he fires up and he shows his passion physically. He, he pumps his fist and he as he's willing the fans into the next movie he's going to do. He he has a great handle for timing. He's a good seller. He's great at pacing his matches because he can do all these fantastic things. But he also knows how to fill the gaps in between, which some other guys who are compared to him don't really have the best handle of compared to him. Um, he, He's a guy who can get all this shit in, but he can also work a match like the one with Chris Jericho. So. I thought it was a sensational effort for him. He showed why he's viewed the way he's viewed. He's somebody that should obviously be on television all the time. He's he's a to me he's a superstar. Um, so I thought he was tremendous yesterday. Uh, Chris Jericho, you know, he's he's a smart worker at this stage of the game, and so he he knew how to work with Bandito, and he bumped well for him, and he made him look good. Bandito looked like a million bucks yesterday. The 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 oh, delayed wait. delayed the delayed suplex spot um it was just it just like it's it's what what can you say you know what i mean like i i have run out of superb stole ad- the show bro stole, stole the show absolutely stole the yeah. show he's the type of guy that if the match isn't getting over he knows how to get it over um and so very impressive from him um i echo everybody in that he should clearly be signed because he's tremendous and uh, i thought that was an overall good piece of business and jericho going after former ring of honor champions is uh is is a, is an interesting little storyline because if it culminates in Brian Danielson, the, the Mister Ring of Honor, uh, that's very fitting. So that was my thoughts on the match. I thought <laughs> I thought this match saved Dynamite because the show was trending negatively towards that second hour, um, but Bandito was so sensational that I can't call it like an awful show. Uh, and so that was kind of my thoughts. And I thank everybody for stopping by the Russell Pierce podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna take my leave now. But, um, <laughs> You know i appreciate i appreciate being on here guys
2: yeah man well we'll uh we'll cut during the game spaces soon so all right yeah. if, if he's Definitely. still on all right yeah we'll see
3: oh okay he's
2: gone. But yeah man The um chris, that, obviously we can go on all day about fucking bandido he went crazy you know but, um, the world he's well i mean obviously you know we've got chris jericho secretary of defense We've got Chris here. we put Chris Jericho over a lot, but in this match, especially, like, bro, guy's 51 years of age. And he, you know, he allowed Bandido to get all of his shit in, every single last bit of you, it, pretty much, you know, and he took it all. It's, bro, he's he's on a streak right now. Um, One of the best of his career, ever since his recent right. heel turn, like, genuinely. <laughs> which is crazy, crazy.
5: 51 years of age
2: but it, it's, it you know, it's
4: crazy me. because when you're one of the best
3: so glowingly we're talking mm-hmm. about him so glowingly because we see him like people in the know like niggas who know wrestling is and all this we see this heel giving this baby face everything he needs to get over taking all the mm-hmm. spots mm-hmm. and like you're like damn, Chris Jericho is really just a good guy and then what he does at the end of the show he just gives Bobby Cruz the uh, Judas effect it's like Oh yeah, this guy's a evil heel. It's like he walks the line of just goofy, just goofy guy, and then he gets into the serious mode. He, like you forget he's a sinister person. It, it it's really great to see Chris Jericho start winning people's hearts back as a performer. After that, like yeah. 2021, he didn't have the best year. And it's like, you know, I'm really it, it's really good to see him back in the light of wow, this guy is, you know amazing at what he does and he's one of the best of all time Mm -hmm. so uh i'm glad he's getting to show that again how good he is
2: yeah he's he's one of the greatest man and like this this current one is like 100 like you know building his argument in those goat conversations and definitely helping there's no argument argument. (laughs) telling him like um you know like when Mox was on tv the other day when um he was saying like chris jericho is literally the greatest wrestler of all time you know there's a lot of a lot of his a lot of his peers do think that um his longevity the fact that he can go on and run like this at the age of 51 something i'll never get over um so when when you watch it back as well I i watched it again earlier it's just like when you <laughs> just in the context, man, it's just he's fifty-one, there's this new goal that came in, you got Bandido. Everyone in here, a lot of people in the law chat, like we know about Bandido, we know what he can do. We've been waiting for him to be on AEW for a hot minute, you know what I mean? Um who's on all in. Um yeah. you know, we've been waiting for him. And it's just like obviously he gets this big opportunity to wrestle Chris Jericho. And then it's in the main event as well. And, you know, everyone wants him to just go out there and show out. And Chris Jericho just, you know, he definitely wasn't a carry job on either side. Like, we can talk all about like, how great Bandido was, but he didn't carry Jericho. And we can talk about how Jericho um, allowed Bandido to get all his shit off, but he were not a carry on either side. It was just, it was just great stuff, man. You know, um, see that, how, <clears throat> see how Bandido gets so over with it.
5: <clears throat> Antonio with his- can't. Antonio Khan, Bandito better be under contract, nigga. Because
2: yeah, man, Trevor Lawrence. People are so fantasy booking him and shit. Hold
5: on, hold on. Because Trevor Lawrence yeah. can always accidentally tear an ACL. I oh, just wow. want you
3: to
5: know that. I, 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 I'd be so
3: surprised if Bandito isn't under contract with AEW slash ROH. It yeah, would legit be like a crime
2: yeah yeah i hear you 100 percent um let's get through these last few super chats and we'll get out yeah um thoughts on to cash thoughts on to returning to the u.s in october um that's obviously real real soon literally days away now um obviously it was great when he was here earlier right? in the year um hopefully it's just more of the same a few more feature I mean, matches stuff like that you know
3: they say he's gonna be here for a couple months right so I actually do think – I know people have been fancy booking this. I do think he's going to be the one to beat Pac for the title, the All-Antic mm-hmm. title, because um, Pac's been leaning more baby, uh, heel lately. And uh, I just think it would be a good, a big rub for uh, Takesha to win the title. Um, I think that's the only title I really see Takesha winning at the moment. But, you know, he can just get, put him out there every week and have a great match mm-hmm. with someone. He can do it. Bandito versus the Kestra, I don't know. It should be like that match. I, I really think Tony Khan should try to redo what they did in WCW instead of just recruiting. Just do it
5: with. Dude, whoa.
2: Young Dende <laughs> 499. Tika, I know you're watching for the black and gold frauds and how your Carlito on rvd bring yeah, back Rio 2 Are you right?
5: wait wait actually we actually actually Mm -hmm. please do hire rbd please do hire rbd i I don't
3: know if you have to hire rbd but i would love to see rbd in a match on AEW. yeah yeah that
2: would be fun yeah i'm with chris i don't know about signing him but like just a one-off pop against like or something that'd be great
4: but
3: yeah tony khan should recreate what the wcw did with the cruiserweights and just do it with the Luchadors. Have a lucha match every every week and just let the crowd go crazy. Luchador is one of the funnest parts of the shows, you know, and we're yeah. getting more luchador representation. That's what yeah, I would
2: man. do, you know. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll, I've said it for a minute now like more luchas on AEW, you know, it's something that I feel like it suits what they do as well, you know, just mm-hmm. banger matches, high <laughs> spots, yeah. fast paced, just crazy matches on Dynamite. If I had a lucha division of modern-day hey, luchas, kind of like what WCW did back in the day, um, I think that's something that would translate really well. Um,
3: hey, bring Hobie 2 back for one more match.
2: Yeah, man. Oh, keep, God. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, let's fly through these.
5: Sign him too.
2: Hold on. Bob the Builder, $5. Random thought, that promo Guevara cut before his match with Mikey was the worst promo I've ever seen. I
4: don't that promo.
2: Yeah, no. What you gotta that bring? Come bring whoa, that shit whoa. up, man. Um, was, yes. Appreciate all the super chats, of course. One hundred percent. This is obviously this must have been added onto another comment that he sent in. So this is more bad for missing it. P.S. Shirts will be off the Braun Breaker versus Gresham match. That will be. Well, uh,
4: why would be you off. do that? That is. Listen, so no. Let, let's
2: yeah. not let's not hate. That'll be yeah. that'll be a lot of fun, you know. What the fuck? No, you you actually he <laughs> picked, <laughs> <like laughs> picked the two. it's like it's on purpose, you know. you picked the two yeah. wrestlers. Oh yeah, that, my uh,
5: my shirt my shirt will be off because I'll be in the bed asleep, nigga. Right? Don't put
2: that <laughs> shirt on. Yo, I'm I'm a, a fan of I both. don't dislike Braun. I don't for any Bron- Bron- I don't hate
5: Braun. I don't hate Braun. It's just that gresham you know. I don't know. Listen, one. Tremendous
2: wrestlers, the pair of them. One of them's a blue chip talent. One of them's a blue chip talent. The other one's, trem- uh, tremendous, trem- one, them, tremendous crazy. one of them's tremendous another fantastic is a, technical wrestler. You know, you know, yeah.
5: tremendous is an adjective. That, that is true. That's more weird. like you know, solid <laughs> workers.
2: Listen. Right, 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 right. Let's let's stop. They're definitely
3: these. wrestlers.
2: Listen, you can get your shit off on of this. One. I'll go round on this one actually because it's quite, <clears> I guess, somewhat interesting, especially with. You know, um, especially with guys who aren't fed stands at all. <laughs> to ask them about Wait, Bray Wyatt. Well, so um, Andrew the Giant sent in a five dollar super chat asking, "What are your all? What are all your opinions on Bray Wyatt as a talent, draw, and a worker? Love you guys. Keep up the uh, keep up the good work. Appreciate you, Andrew. Um, I'll go first real quick. Um, as a talent, he's very talented and creative, and. He he, fuck. He just he gets shit over. You know, he just does not. What no matter how fucking weird it is, he gets shit over. As a draw, that's pretty undeniable. To be honest, he's a big draw, and as a worker, he's whatever. You know, Um he's not really a match guy. To be honest, <laughs> pretty more character based and stuff. It's definitely the one position, the one thing out of the three that he's lacking. In. Um. But he's a big, big star, man. Like, Look at all the interest he's got going lately. It's, um, you know, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what they do with him when he comes back, but he's definitely a guy that you're either into him or you're not, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> Charlie, what do you think of uh, Bray as a talent, as a um, worker and as a
3: draw?
1: I think he's, like, got one of the best creative minds in the business, especially when it comes to the sort of stuff he does don't
4: mm-hmm. um, no. as
1: like, yeah. <laughs> as a worker, I think he definitely was doing his best stuff when he was with the Wyatt family, and he wasn't working singles mm-hmm. matches, and it was more of the trios and tag stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's definitely a draw. Like, you can't deny that. Like, look at all the buzz on Twitter constantly. Like, and the, yeah. the fucking ratings for like the shows and that. Like, you can't deny that he's a draw. Me, I'm not the biggest fan. I think he does great creative stuff but the rest of it i could just leave on that fast
2: yeah so even even before the white rabbit stuff started um and all those stuff, like teases and all that sort of stuff it's like people would still bring his name up when like yeah. there was a surprise or something so that's when you know you've got like a crazy amount of relevancy and you're like legit you know um chris <laughs> what are your <laughs> thoughts on a uh, window
3: I think he seems like a really good, like, great person, you know, nice guy to be around. Uh, I know he's had problems with his mental health and stuff like that, but as a draw, you know, it's proven he's like one of the best merch sellers in WWE history with all his shit. Niggas was buying that Egglass replica belt. So uh, people like him. Uh, He's very creative. He is one of the best creative minds in wrestling history. That's why I thought he was gonna go uh, gonna go do horror movies or something. But no, mm-hmm. as a wor- as a worker, I'm not as down on him. Well, I hate the Fiend as a worker. Like when he was working with the Fiend, like he legit didn't have any good matches until Daniel Bryan. Like he had, oh my god, that match with the Miz is legit one of the worst matches I've ever seen, bro.
2: Daniel oh Bryan god, so getting rough, a good match out of the Fiend is like when you're talking about him being the goat. Well, that's something. It feels like something you should bring up. You know. Yeah.
3: But as Charlie said, I did think he was a pretty solid worker when he was working the Wyatt fam- like with the Wyatt family. Like the Shield mm-hmm. versus Wyatt family, uh, mm-hmm. trios match is one of the best trios matches. It's the it's the like the best trio match in WWE history. It's one of the best trio matches mm-hmm. I've ever seen. So I don't know. I think if he goes back to just, I, I feel like when he works as the fiend, he feels like he has to add all this story and character to the mm-hmm. fiend, like how he works. But it's like. The fiend working a match is stupid because he's supposed to be a demon. So why you like? Why are you following the rules of a wrestling match if you're a demon? So it's already stupid. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah. all right, bro, you don't have to add this other stuff. Just wrestle how you used to wrestle. Do your naughties and shit like that. It's cool. But you know, he, he, I like I like Bray Wyatt. I don't want him AEW, but I like Bray Wyatt. Yeah,
2: Rob, you got any takes on a uh, on the fiend? <clears throat>
5: I love Bray White, that's my big bro. I talked to him the other day. Uh I, where do I need where do I need him? A creative room, not a wrestling room. So there we go.
2: Fair. And uh the last quick one to finish it off. Probably not saying he's go. horrible. Go on.
5: Not saying he's horrible.
2: He's but, just not for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Mad King 199. Thoughts on Triple H wishing he feuded with Ray. That would have been some very nasty yeah. business. Um, <laughs> yeah. He
1: would have. Uh, uh, yeah, he would,
2: he would have. He would have, have liked. He would have, liked, he would have bullied Ray Mysterio. Days. Yeah, he would have hey, liked bullied yeah. Ray Mysterio and y'all, just kind of beat him at think, the end.
5: <laughs> y'all think he? Y'all think he was racist with Booker T? <laughs> Bro, you
3: would have been extra racist Oof. for. Parade. I uh, people think yeah, that what uh, year as, as well Are crazy? <laughs> that, it would not be great. It would just be Triple H burying him.
5: Imagine, that,
2: short, fe- imagine that feud in like two thousand eight. you know. <laughs> oh, Making oh, a man. bunch
5: of amusement park short jokes and shit. Nigga, I don't need that. Have they really so, ever yeah, had a match together? Um
2: they sh- probably they probably had a match, but not a feud, you know. Mm. It, oh, it'd be uh, hard to imagine they not had a match at some point man. on a house show or somewhere or something. Like they've been in a, they the same company for too long. Triple H,
3: check like. y'all, man, bro. People, I don't know why people go back and think Triple H was just this. Because I guess like he books all his any stuff now. Like I don't know why people like think Triple H was like this worker who was like very generous and gave people shit to get over. No what? When he was like the don't? literally just getting it. <laughs> do people shit. don't think that. I don't know, bro. That might, a few would not have been good. They were just buried Ray. And I don't know.
5: I don't know. Triple H and Raymond Stewart have never had a match together.
2: I... Wow. Yo, that's crazy.
5: That is insane.
2: Is that is that a cage match? Is that a cage match? That... Yeah,
5: I, I did. I, I searched up Cage Match with it and then nothing showed up.
2: Oh, shit. It oh, might have happened
5: on a Raw. It might have happened on a Raw. But, anyways. um... Yeah, no, I don't want to see that feud. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it would have been nasty no. business. Um, but yeah, man, that was AW Dynamite. We touched on some news. We read some super chats. And um, it was only meant to do two hours, but we've done two hours 23. <laughs> That's what backup Pangman got out of there uh, real quick. And um, we've had a few people come in and out of this. Can't even really keep up with been on. Um Chris's connection kind of held up at the end. He didn't sound like a robot. Proud of him, <laughs> <laughs> Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho, one of the goats. Bandido yeah. needs to be signed. Yes, like immediately. Um, hopefully, Weirdly, you can keep getting better on the mic. Um, yeah, man. Uh, Daniel Garcia and Brian Danielson tag team in tag teaming next week. That's a big part. And um yeah, Dynamite was a bit of a weird show, to be honest.
3: Um Team Daniel Bryan. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was. Rampage was a good though. Yeah. Rampage, was yeah. Like Dynamite. It was
2: a weird show, yeah. man. Like they, they tried, they tried some stuff. Some of it worked. Some of it didn't. It had, it had low points. It had high points. Shut up. Shut up, the trustbusters. <laughs> Yeah, normally the animats a bit more kinda, steady, you know. You know, um, quality wise, but yeah, this, this had this like dipped up and down quite a lot. But yeah, yeah man, it was a good show. And um, yeah, man, obviously <clears> this <throat> has been a WrestlePurists podcast episode forty-seven. I think we've been joined by Bucky Pangman, Charlie, Chris, Rob, Manny, um, and I'm missing. I don't think I'm missing anyone. Um, sure. Obviously, we appreciate everyone listening. Everyone who sent super chats in. Please subscribe if you haven't already um like the video that's always appreciated and um as soon as we end the broadcast please leave us a comment because that helps as well and um yeah man i'm gonna pull this up one more time
5: <laughs> w
2: yo peace mm-hmm.